powered from the Perdomo Cigar Studios on the Black Stage in Indian Trail, North Carolina, and broadcasting from the Drew Estate Studios in California. It's episode 260 of the Primetime Show. Tonight, we welcome back Jeff Amendola and Chris Monaco of Amendola Family Cigar Company. And, as always, the Primetime Show is sponsored by Saga Cigars. Dagos Race introduced another chapter of the saga, Saga Celeste. Celeste is a Spanish word that means leisure after work and the spirit is the standing idea of owning your own journey and making your own saga. Saga Celeste is the perfect companion to enrich those moments of choice, making them truly yours. Saga Celeste carries a brand of Criollo Allure and Peloto Cubano wrapped in a selected Ecuador shade Claro wrapper that generously delivers with elegance a surprisingly rich and balanced smoke. It's available in three sizes at an affordable price. Be sure to ask your retailer for Saga Celeste. And by Perdomo Cigars, awarded Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year in 2014 by Cigar Journal. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary brand has consistently earned the highest scores in the industry and is a top seller in humidors around the world. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary blend requires tobaccos that have been carefully hand-selected and are well-aged for a minimum of eight years. The Perdomo 20th Anniversary is offered in three distinct wrappers, a smooth creamy Ecuadorian Connecticut, a rich earthy Cuban seed Nicaraguan sun-grown, and a dark oily Cuban seed Nicaraguan Maduro. Combine these beautifully bourbon balanced wrappers with thick high-priming binder and fill of tobaccos gives each blend a balanced complexity with layers of rich flavors and smooth elegant aromas. Perdomo Cigars is a family-owned and operated company headquartered in Miami, Florida, manufacturing and agricultural facilities in Esteli, Nicaragua. Perdomo's highly acclaimed cigar brands include the Perdomo Double H 12-Year Vintage, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary, the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Line, Perdomo Abano Barrage, Perdomo La 23, Perdomo Menso 70, and many more. For great tasting notes and paragraph information, check out the Perdomo website at www.perdomocigars.com. And by Cavalier Geneva, Cavalier Cigars, Cavalier Cigars, stay gold, smoke gold. Join the inner circle and follow Cavalier Cigars on Instagram at Cavalier underscore cigars and on Facebook at Cavalier Geneva Cigars. That's Geneva, G-E-N-E-V-E. You could visit your local tobacconist and also join the movement that is Cavalier Cigars. They're consistently regarded highly by cigar lovers everywhere and as well as high ratings given by the cigar industry press. Follow them on Instagram at Cavalier underscore cigars because they do some very unique giveaways throughout the whole year. Cavalier cigars, smoke gold, stay gold. And finally by Drew Estate, dark, bold, and unapologetic. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate is an intense journey into the uncharted, deepest, darkest, and heaviest depths of Maduro tobacco. It's a masterpiece collaboration by Metallica's James Hetfield, Sweet Amber Distilling's Rob Dietrich, and Drew Estate's Jonathan Drew. The all-new Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate is a rich and powerful but beautifully balanced cigar offering tantalizing notes of leather, chocolate, and espresso that's perfect for both life celebrations and times of reflection. You can find them at your local Drew Diplomat retailer. And as always, all the live streaming for the Primetime Network of Shows, as well as the California Studios for the Thursday Primetime Show, sponsored exclusively by Drew Estate. Well, welcome everyone, everybody. This is Primetime, episode 260. Today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Will Cooper, I'm in the Perdomo Scar Studios on the Black Stage. Uh, Aaron Loomis will be joining us uh, later in the show. Um, the next few weeks, Aaron does have some personal commitments that he had scheduled for a while, So, but he will be joining the show. Um and, uh, you know, without further ado, I'm, I'm glad I just got these guys on. I'm going to bring them right on um, because it's been a while. In fact, it's been exactly, I think, two years since we had them on. Two years. Yeah, it yeah. was way too long. Way long. Um, so I'm so glad we got uh, Jeff Amendola and Chris Monaco back on the show. 
Boys, welcome back to prime time. It's great Thanks to be here. Us, Good to be well, back. Good to be I, back. I could, yeah. Um, you know, and, and we were talking in the green room. I didn't see you guys. Um, I haven't seen you guys probably since the PCA in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we keep missing each other. We're in the same spots, but we end up leaving before you come. I know. I was just, just talking I, about that. Yeah, I was just down in Florida. I'm like, I'm really, like, I didn't realize you had relocated down there, which is, uh, yeah, I'm envious because I, I want to relocate <laughs> there at some point. I love North Carolina. Don't get me wrong, but I, I just, yeah. every, everyone says I should just move to Florida because I'm down there for cigars and my day job a lot lately. So, um, I'm, I'm moving down in uh, June or July. Oh man, Officially. you're leaving. You're leaving too. I'm leaving. You leaving? It's time. He's following. I'm. I'm. I'm I told time. him I've been on his ass for months. Finally, <laughs> he's listening. So well, it's been like it's been like three years in the works, and now it's happening. <laughs> so, so there's parallel so, paths here, right? Because mm-hmm. we're we're all from New York. Yeah. At one point, we all lived in the Carolinas, yeah. and now you guys are making your way to Florida, and I'm making my way to Florida. So that's, I guess, it's I guess a, there's something thing, right man. about. It. Yeah, I guess great, great, great minds think alike. Cool. Yeah, but usually I hear the story that people go from New York to Florida and then bounce back to North Carolina. Yeah, the halfbacks. The halfbacks. Yeah, yeah, the halfbacks. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you, I, I think it depends on what what they do too. Like what you're talking about, you're there for cigars. You know, like we primarily moved there for our business okay. and to be in that element. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So why? Why would we leave unless you know we decided to change the life or whatever? I don't know. Yeah, no, but uh, I mean, it obviously makes sense for you guys for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I I actually I really do like South Florida a lot. Uh, there's things I don't like about I it, it. Around, but, but I think we all do. But there's a lot I do like about it. Um, yeah, I think the good out for me, the good outweighs the bad. Weighs the bad, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's good and bad. There's good and bad everywhere. Right, and that's that's what you'll discover too. Um, so, but yeah, it seems like like people say, "Are you moving to Florida?" I don't, I don't have a plan to move to Florida yet, and I have to work on that on the home front before that's gonna happen. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, if- I think you, I think you do have the plan. It just hasn't been it, formulated you know, so yet. We may formulated. Yeah, we may have it up in a snowbird situation. I think that's what we're probably gonna end up in if it would happen. Yeah, just because uh, I think we'll keep the place here. Um, because yeah, why not? The kids are up here, yeah. right? So it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it is beautiful. It, it, this is a nice place. It's a nice oh, place. It is. Yeah. You're further you up know? from me. You're up in you're up in the Raleigh area. Yeah, I'm in uh, Raleigh, Durham. Yep. By the by the airport. Yeah, yep, yep. And, and Chris, when did you move down to Florida? Actually, this month will be a, a year. March okay. of last year. Oh wow. So okay. my old man passed Time away flies. December twenty one. And then right after or September, right in, and then December we ended up moving. <laughs> Um, well, you know, we started, decided to make the move was that right at the end of the year. And then right into January of 22, January of 22, my wife and my daughter got here. I had to stay up and, you know, still work and get a house. Yeah. They were, you know, yeah. so they were going back and forth. I had to get them settled down here first. And then we ended up buying, you know, a house in March. So, and then I, that's when I came down when, when I closed on the house up there and got the right. house up, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, about, it's been a, you know, March, man. So. Yeah. I'm sorry about your dad. Uh, I lost my dad last March, actually. Oh, about, yeah. Oh, wow. So. Cool. So, yeah. No, so I know what you're going through. And uh, it was exa- it was it was on March 13th last year. He passed. So I know what you're going oh, through. Wow. So, yeah, so, up, so, you, came, you just came up on a on a, a year. then. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my last trip up to New York. It's been I haven't been able to get back up there since then, but um, that was my last trip to New York. It was was uh when I went up for the memorial. Wow. Yeah. Where, where was he, where was he living? Uh he was splitting his time between uh Marine Park, mm-hmm. and he had a place over in Woodside, Queens. Okay. Oh, okay. And, Woodside. And he, okay. Yeah, and he actually Woodside. passed in Woods in the, at the apartment in Woodside. Oh wow. Yeah, sorry to hear that. No, no, I appreciate it's, it. It's tough losing a parent, man. People don't, you don't get it until it happens. See, for me, yeah, I got I got double the pleasure because uh, my real father died about six years ago. Dropped dead on the side of the uh, house. He was down here in Florida, actually in Lake Worth. And then this was my stepfather who was with me for thirty three years, and sure. then he dropped dead five years after him. So uh, it's been a little, a little much. <laughs> my yeah. whole family's been wiped out, actually. I'm uh, sorry. Uncle, the last like five six years, so that's life, man. That's the way it well, goes. It, it's the yeah, we're getting older here, but I'm so sorry because I I know what you went through as well. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, but I'm really like I said great to have you guys on. Um, you know, let me kind of just start off. So we we had you on for we had you on a couple years ago, and you guys have some activity to share. I definitely want to talk about. But I know one cigar we talked about a couple years ago was this Padrino. Yeah. And it seems like the Padrino, and I was just telling before the show, I smoked this over at Smoke In uh, last Thursday, and I was wowed by it. Um, and like I said, Kevin saw me smoking it, and he can attest to that. If um, yeah. so, so, But this cigar seems to have taken off a life of its own since I think last time you were on the show. So what's been going on with this cigar? And, and, and maybe talk about the Padrino, because folks may not be familiar with this cigar. Um. You want to start, Chris? Sure. Okay. Well, the Padrino, the, the Padrino is uh, it's my personal favorite cigar that we make. Um, probably that and the Special. If I had to pick one, it'd be the Padrino. Uh, the Padrino, it, it was a blend that we had when we were still uh, with Caffey. It was our actually, uh, it was a Sumatra at the time. It was like a chisel head and. Um, you know, when, when me and Jeff, Jeff linked up and, you know, we rebranded everything, changed the factories and the, the marketing and everything, we, we, it was a blend that, you know, for me, I was very excited about um, because, you know, I definitely wanted a Connecticut broadleaf in our repertoire. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's just it's just a, for me, it's just a, a powerhouse of the cigar. It's consistent. Uh, the burn on it, the flavor on it. It's got that little anise uh, flavor to yes. it for me, uh, especially yes. on like the retro hell. A nice like anisette. Yeah, mm-hmm. anisette. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, it's, 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 it's something special. That's for sure. I mean, it's just, just it's a great cigar in, in my the, opinion. Uh, and, uh, the the um, unique thing though, right, Chris, about that blend though, and this is what we tell people, we made that blend at a, uh, we were doing, we were rolling cigars at a country club actually in Charlotte. And Chris and I were talking about, like, we, we were going to change that from Caffey to where we were moving to. And um, he kept pushing for Broadleaf. And I was like, yeah, we haven't been able to get Broadleaf. We should have it. I had I had Broadleaf binder on hand, yeah. tobacco, yeah. and a San Andre wrapper, and uh, some Nick Robin filler. So we were just rolling little Fumos over there. And that's how that came to be. But we yeah. when we went to production with it, we just asked them to flip-flop Right, and make the wrapper for broadleaf, yeah. and the binder center, you know, and then the filler, and in that size, that was also another thing. The size was very important because we had to change it from what it was. It's the same length, but we moved it to the uh, like a, a belly coaster style. Right, and Chris, you were saying 
Delacoso is your size. That's my favorite size of yeah. any cigar. I mean, I like Toro. That's, you know, obviously both. But if I have one size, I'm going to smoke for it. That's my favorite size. Yeah. It's like not a six. It's a little under a six, five and three quarter. It's, it I, feels I great it. in your hand. Though. Really it does. It feels like it, it fits perfect, man. But it's right? not a 52. It's a 50. It's a little, you know, the smaller. Not I want to say smaller range, mm-hmm. but it's not up there like a Toro. It's one step size down, yeah. you know, 58 or 50. I, I just, everything for it for me is just the size, the balance. The flavor, the you know, like Jeff just said, just how it feels in my hand, the look. I just love the purple, like the purple doubt, everything. Yeah. It's just that's it's beautiful, jam, man. It's my favorite yeah. cigar that we have. It's it's and, the close and, second is the special, I have to say. Yeah. Very, but but what, what, what happened know. with that cigar is that um it, it was being made it was being made at AJ Fernandez now, facilitated by Eric Espinosa. And um, when we did the first batch, like originally the Padrino Special were going to be like signature line, one release a year, small production. So we did a really small production to kind of test the waters and make mm-hmm. it special, you know. Um, we had a, a little delay in production, uh, but once it finally hit, it sold out very quickly. Yeah. So we're like, okay, uh, we got to double, triple that order, right? You know, still make it selective. It's, it's not like our main core line. Um, some some other delays, things you know how it is. Things happen. Um, by the time we got it again, it became like this unicorn that people were hunting because they had a first taste. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then they're like, "Oh, where's and that?" They couldn't thing? get it for like, and they couldn't get it. Months. Yeah, yeah. So. They're like, they're calling me. They're calling Chris. Yo, where's that? Where's the Padrino? The purple. It cre- it kind of it, it, it developed this aura of special. I want to have it. It's not here. Everyone's looking for it. So last year at TP, not this year, 2022, yeah. I missed that one because that's when my dad was was sick. Um, that's when I. That's when media guys were all talking about this cigar. They came back yeah, and they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they were talking about this cigar quite a bit. Yeah, 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 yep. Um, and we've got, we've then, got a that's lot of it, good feedback. You know, yeah, on that cigar. I mean, obviously yeah. between that. I mean, listen, we and, and that's what I was saying before. I'm going to say, say, yeah, obviously the Padrino is my 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 favorite cigar, man. You know, um, that we make it. it obviously right in my wheelhouse it's you know the size the flavor everything the, the wrapper but you know i love i mean i love our cannolis our cannolis help yep. put us on the map too i mean that red cannoli is i got one right next to me i usually smoke that to end off the night i'll have either a padrino especially out and yep. i finish off the night with a red cannoli so i mean for us you know i for me personally i i really do and i'm not just saying this because obviously you know the brand owner you know, I love everything that we put out. We wouldn't yeah. put it out if we didn't personally love it, or you know, if we didn't think or it appreciate was up to it, think or yeah. appreciate yeah. it. You know, I, so I really got that impression when I when I talked with you guys and Jeff. I've known you even longer, but when mm-hmm. I talked to you guys last time, I I really got that impression that, that these are cigars you really believe in, and I and yeah. I think you know from talking to people, it, it's clear um, on that. And, and, and even I, with the Padrino, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we make that cigar. It's, it's part of our. I I love it too. Don't get me. Wrong. It, it's up there, man. Like, but for me, even um, I, it's special to me. So it really, it really is. I almost I don't smoke them as much as I do some of the other ones because I I do I still get that like I'm gonna smoke this when I'm in the right setting, the right vibe, and it's like I'm bringing out the padrino. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's a very it's a very unique broadleaf. Um, but it is a but you get the DNA of a broadleaf. And this is what I was gonna say. But yeah. it's very unique. This cigar I've not had. You mentioned that niece. Uh, that you know that yeah, I love that. It, it's just yeah. It's um, well, I think it's also how much you know. And this this I think makes a big difference because we tasted it as soon as we blended it on the table. Was just that combination of the broadleaf with the Mexican San Andreas man. Yeah, it's a, it's a home run. I mean. You know, uh, they just they complement each other so well. Yeah. I mean, especially yeah. if you're a, a, a you know more of a you know medium you know medium plus to plus you know full full smoker. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's got some power, but not too much. It's very well balanced, but they both complement each other very very well. Where you get that leathery taste kind of off the wrapper, but mm-hmm. that underneath the niece and like almost like that uh cocoa. Yep, cocoa that you yep. taste it's, that awesome. dark it's incredibly that smooth. From the, yes, from the Mexican it, San Andreas. So, like, you get a little bit of both, and it's really balanced, and yep. they just complement each other. Yep, you know? it, it really, so. really is. Um, what's the significance of the purple? Any significance behind it? Not, Not really. Enough. I mean, it looks nice. I mean, yeah, it looks ahead, nice. Jeff, no, we we were just looking for you know things to pop, right? And mm-hmm. um, I don't even remember how we how we came about with that. I mean, we did the special. Uh, you know, we had a core line, the cannolis, that yeah. was easy. And then the Special Padrino, you know, uh, the Special she was the original colors. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, so the purple, what, what color was the band, Chris, the old one? Was it like that dark maroon? It was a dark maroon, yeah. And Chris you know was working with from? the guys with the colors, but I think we changed yeah. that to that, right? Yeah. It, it just popped on, on that dark wrapper, like the it, purple, and we're like, oh. You pulled off majestic. a purple. I think a purple wrapper is tough to pull off. You guys pulled it off, is what I'm just going to tell you. Right? With the silver accents and, and against the broadleaf wrap, yeah, it really, really looks nice. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's what we did. Like when I designed it, I wanted it to be pop, especially, but also like the signature series stuff. So all our signature series stuff is actually, I know it looks, it's silver, but I called it like platinum since it's signature series. So that's why it's all, all the foiled is more silver or platinum colored. And then our gold, if you actually look at our core line stuff, the foiling on that is actually gold. So okay. yep. the core line stuff is all gold, like, you know, gold and blue or gold and white or gold and red. And then all the signature series stuff is platinum or and whatever color, silver, whatever, whatever color. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's why, you know, it's the only reasoning behind that. But a lot of it was just for the pop, man. I just thought the purple with this with the platinum or the silver, like I just thought that would, yeah. It would just yeah, pop, it, man. Really, it looks good on that dark wrapper too. It really does. Yeah. yeah, it really it really looks very nice on it. Yeah. I think purple for some reason it's the toughest wrapper color to pull off. And it's I think it either works or it doesn't work. Doesn't work exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it can You got to get the right color tone for of like pantone, like not I want to say pan, I want to get into the weeds here, but you got to get the right color tone for, like you said, the cigar. So when we had the cigars, I was looking at it and I'm like, man, what would pop? You don't want something dark on a dark wrapper. You know, you want something kind of lighter because the lighter wrapper is going to pop off the dark, you know. And, um, you know, I just thought the purple would, would you know, and, it's, and and listen, the name of the cigar is called The Godfather, man. Like, I don't know. Right, 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 right. I don't know. It's like the purple, the Godfather. I don't know. Um, just, I don't it's know, a man. boss. It's a boss cigar. It's a boss cigar. It's a boss cigar yeah. Yeah. So one thing I really I I think I mentioned this when you guys were on the show last time is the philosophy you guys have of uh, the single Vitola Pulbrunt. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And, you know, I just, I just think that that's so, you know, it, it's one, but you guys don't, from what I remember, you don't do Robustos, right? No. You don't we do, don't do any Robustos. Not yet. Not yet. We, don't make, we totally our, got our rid of them. Is, our motto is we don't make Robustos, we make Canolis. Yes. <laughs> so, you want something like a Robusto, we give you a Corona, which yeah. is, you know, close enough. It's a shorter, yeah. shorter stick, short, you know, shorter, smaller ring gauge. But, yeah. You know, that's kind of our equivalent because the thing was and the reason why that came about was when we when we were when we were looking at the sales reports and I'm a big numbers guy, you know, and we look at, you know, what sells and what's not what's sitting on the shelf. We weren't moving Robusto. We were moving everything but Robusto. Right. Yeah, they, they weren't so selling. They weren't, you know, so we were like, and we made the canola. We and we and that was doing great. And honestly, that's what made us add to the line because we were like, man, why are we making more? Robustos, let's just make the cannoli like its own line and right. add to that line since it's so popular. And you know, just tell people when you were making robustos, you want something like closer to it, you know, or shorter yeah. smoke. Just grab plus one it, of the it sets us apart, uh, sets us apart a little bit. You know, a majority yeah. of and who's to say we we might make a robusto at some point. You know, we might, yeah, that's right. Not. Um, yeah. but it just set us apart at the time to to cut that and do something different and make yeah. Corona. Yeah. Know? If we do a Robusto, it will probably be because that's what we, we were, you were just touching on. That it will be its own cigar. It will be a Robusto, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it's going to be, but it's yeah. not going to be. Now we have had, and it was actually recently. Remember, Jeff? It was recently. Yeah. Bro, Somebody that's... was asking asking us to, to if we would do Robusto, like uh, you know, one of our blends in Robusto, you know, you know, special order for them. And maybe their shop, maybe we'd be just interested in like like a one-off, like, a one-off. But it would, yeah, it would be you know a, a shop run or a limited you know thing. It wouldn't be like what we're gonna make. We're just not into that, man. We're not trying to make like ten different sizes of the same blend. We're just we're yeah. not doing it, you know. Yeah. It, listen, it's it's worked for us thus far. I respect everybody in this industry. Obviously, you know, you know, we, we're you know. We're doing our own thing, and everybody, you know, obviously the industry Robusto is one of the best selling cigars, so I don't down it or what everybody else. But we're just doing things for what works for us, you know. Right, no. right now we're pushing this for almost yeah, five right now years. It, works. it seems to work. So why are we going to change it? If it yeah, if it ain't broke. Why fix it? You know. No, exactly. And and you know, um, what's cool about this cigar is I think it, it has become a cigar that I see people seeking out and want, and it's in a torpedo, which is really cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, it's given love, and I know you guys have some torpedoes. We're going to talk about them that are, right. you know, with the New York series, uh, New York City series, uh, West Side Story. But, but I think this is really cool to see people like loving this cigar and the fact that it is in a torpedo. And I think it's wonderful. The tapering also gives it a nice effect too. Yeah. So I think it's Classy. I think it's a beautiful it's a beautiful story here with that. Well, the Thank thing you. too is that, well, I remember when we were blending this and. Um, we were a little worried about going with torpedo. We were actually looking for more at first, more of the, you know, classic bellicoso head, which is more right. of like a 409 head, which is rounded a little bit more. It's still tapered, but it's rounded a little more. It doesn't come to a real torpedo. Right. Mm -hmm. And we were a little concerned about that because, you know, as a consumer over the years, you don't see a lot, a lot of that where I would smoke a torpedo man. And, and the, the draw sucks, man. Like the draw sucks. It's plugged. It's, so I was a little very concerned about that. But once we, you know, went through the blending process and and um, really started smoking them and 
verified. Like after the first run, I'm like, I just want to make sure that these things ain't plugged. And we, I probably smoked <laughs> a couple boxes of them, man, to, to make sure. And, you know, I remember calling Jeff and be like, yeah, that problem that, I, you know, we were worried about. I was like, I don't know uh-huh. about you, but I haven't had not one yet that's plugged. And even to this day, in the last four years, I think maybe out of all the Padrinos I smoked, there might have been, I could count on one hand out of the, the probably hundreds that I smoked already, that where it was plugged. Every once in a while you are because it is a taper head and it's, it's compressed or, you know what I'm saying? It does make yep. it, but the draw on a torpedo, I mean, it's open. It, you would never expect it's a pretty open yeah. draw for or torpedo. And especially, I usually cut it that way with that really deep V like Kohibi uh-huh. cutter. And it's money every time. It, so. it it's 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 a well made torpedo head as well. It's not one of those ones that's just airy at the top. I guess is the best way to put it. But it, yeah, it really it and I, and I tend to smoke a little wetter, so it it stands up to me. This is like the this is the fourth one of these I've had. So it's, it's been <laughs> oh wow. I've been smoking. I'm happy I've been, you like it, man. That's I really like lot. it. Yeah, so I've had forties since. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a little care package in the mail. When oh, you get thank you. Here, make sure you DM. Okay, okay, thank you. Know, you send yeah. me a message or call me, yeah. text me, whatever you want. Yeah, and send yeah. me an address. So I can Absolutely appreciate it as uh, as well on that. Um, so yeah, great job with this, guys. Um, and uh, like I said, it, I guess it's limited. Right, so it's limited, but not one and done. It's like you'll you'll be able to get it on a periodic basis. Yeah. More of an annual yeah. thing, right, Jeff? You were thinking, where, yeah. Like we'll do I one mean, big dump of it into the market around holidays and. So if you get it, you get it. You don't. You gotta wait till next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a bigger. It's gonna be a bigger production than what we've done. Yeah. But like normally with our other production, we might do two a year or yeah. every quarter. There might be, you know, we try to base it off that. I think this one is gonna be. We're just gonna make the number we decide to make, right? And then we sell it out. It's done. And you wait till next year. Yep. You yep. know. Sure. No, I think, uh, and it's a strategy to work for a lot of companies. So I think it's it's. Yeah. Yeah, so I did. With I mean, this we want to, we want to, we want to make enough where you know everyone that it's likes in the it market, but we, but we also want to keep that exclusivity to it, and we don't want to, you know, uh, we don't want to overdo it, you know. Yeah, overdo no, it with them, I, I agree because it's a special, it's a special it. cigar. It's not special it's not anymore. You know, like if you keep on saturating the market with stuff, then that you know uh, you're calling something special. But if it's around all the time, every time, and every store, yeah. and you can find it everywhere, then it's really not that fucking special. Oh, excuse my friend, sorry. It's yeah, really no, not that. You could curse. It, it's really not that. Uh, it's really not that special, you know. So you don't want to saturate it. You want to supply enough to keep people on their toes and wanting it, but not too much. Where if you give them too much, they're gonna be like, all right, you're calling this thing limited and special, but I see it everywhere all the time, and I can get it anywhere. So you know, you got to keep that balance of trying to keep the exclusivity to it too. Yeah, totally get it. Totally get it. So you guys um at the trade at the TPA, uh you are begin to launch a new, I guess a uh, new line. Uh yeah. you're calling it the uh the NYC New York City series. Um and the first release is called The West Side Story. Uh really cool release. Uh I'm gonna pull the picture up here because I thought it really looked cool. And there you can see uh, the West Side Story. And there's two blends. We'll talk. One, we're going to talk about that. Um, and uh, obviously, you guys are New York City guys. It it was an obvious uh, choice to to do that. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, I mean, it was an easy choice. <laughs> yeah, we, we wanted to. You know, we have a a relationship with Martinez, yeah, uh, Jesus and Dave. Um, going back, 
but for me, it's been about seven or eight years. Um, they were monumental, just helping me in my like learning how to roll cigars and getting equipment. Like a lot of the things I used to roll are hand me downs from their factory in Manhattan. So we have that there's that bond there, and and um, Chris and I were talking about something new, and with the relationship we have, we're like man, let's go back to New York and make this make a New York right. cigar, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's um. So let me let me. We're gonna get, I want to get into the cigar, but the New York City series. This is going to be a series of. So there's going to be other releases under that brand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a series one. Okay. This is, you'll see actually when you can't see you can see it a little bit in that picture, but if you actually look in the the uh, torch right there that the Liberty's holding, it will it right. says volume one in there. Okay. So yeah, it's harder to see in the picture, but yeah, I can I can I can make it out right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, our, our listen, when we, when we, as you know, we deal with a couple different factories. We don't put all, our egg, excuse me, all our eggs in one basket. Sure. You know, um, we like to be diverse. We like to be able to offer our customers little different kind of flavor profiles from different regions, different factories. Um, you know, and, and when we were thinking on doing something new, we wanted to, do, you know, do something that was special to us yeah. and, you know, we started talking to Dave and, 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 you know, obviously, like Jeff said, we have a really good relationship with them. And, you know, we were also, you know, going through our own, I don't want to say problems or, or, you know, issues, which everybody goes through in this business. Sure. Uh, we're getting stuff from Nicaragua and shipping and, you know, just timing and production, and, 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 and production all that. So, like, it was kind of like, you know what, let's do something different. And not only were, is it going to be different um, because it's, 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 it, you know, something that's, you know, close and near, dear to our heart. It's something that we want. Something yep. we wanted to do. Something that's going to pay homage to where we're from and what, where we, you know, how we grew up and and what we're about. And, you know, the vibe of our brand. Um, yep. But we wanted to do it justice. And you know, we just started talking. And we we're like, should we use this one or should we use that one or what factory? And then we we're like, you know what? We've been wanting to do something with Martinez for a minute. You know, we're, we want to do something that represents our home. How much more real? authentic new york can you get than two paisans from new york <laughs> working with guys that have been there 50 years one of the right. oldest factories in new york off the west side highway which is why the cigar is called the west side story because right off right. 29th street off the west side highway um you know we wanted it to be all authentic and we wanted to show and prove to the you know to ourselves and to, to kind of the, the naysayers that you know if it, you know we can make it happen other ways too here in america like we wanted it to be to be so if you're gonna do something different do something different you can't say i'm doing something different you're doing the same shit same people and say it is different yeah. you know like you know so we wanted to really hone in on that you know doing something different and totally kind of like you know out of out of the box from what everybody else is doing so we're like listen we want it made in new york i mean i'm talking everything is made in new york and in america that's yeah, all. Yeah, I'm talking about down to the packaging, Stickers, the, where the printing, everything. the bands, the where the cigars are wrapped, the boxes, the packaged. every everything packaged, the roll, the cigars are rolled by hand right there on in Martinez. Back, I mean, everything is done in New York and and 100 American made, New York made. So, yep. I mean, how much more authentic if you really want to smoke a New York cigar? You know, or something that represents New York. How much more? You know, I mean, that's that's the most authentic that I've seen on the market. You know, that you can get. You know, at least and not, even, and not even New York, like like New York, yeah, yeah but yeah. U.S. America. You know, I U.S. Mean, it's America. The American, yeah. It's the American dream. 
we had paying an homage to one of the biggest moment. cities in America, you know, exactly. and one of the yeah. one of the biggest cities with immigration and Ellis Island back in the days where our, you know, where my ancestors or Jeff's ancestors came and you know through. So you know, I mean, it, it just meant a lot. It has a lot of meaning to it. Everything on that box and everything, you know, all the little, you know, uh, little cookies to find on the box of design, the wrappers, everything. It's all, they're all done for a reason. There's nothing there that's just there because it's there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, uh, we just wanted it to be special. And uh, so far we've gotten a lot of good feedback on it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, actually, Coop, the picture that you had with just the cigars, with the secondary bands. Uh-huh. Uh, with the bats and knives actually I, I just got done retweaking that so i, I think you guys are gonna like what's coming okay now because it's gonna look a lot more you know it's gonna look a lot better we had to do what we need to do to get them out for the show sure so people knew, all right these are red red knives and blue bats san andreas rapadaca you know but uh now that it's going to like full packaging we're, we're gonna start shipping like we, we i you know, I talked to Jeff and I'm like, man, I, I'm happy, but it's, it's got to be better. You know, it's got to be better. This, it's got to pop more. It's, it's got to have more pizzazz to it. So I think, uh, you know, we made some changes to the secondary bands that I think people are going to like. So it's going to make good, it pop man. a little more. That's good. That's so, good. That's good. So. You know, um, you guys are hands on with your blends. Um, and I guess Martinez, did that afford you that opportunity to continue to do that, you know, in that factory? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, a big yeah. part of the reason why we went. So, there. yeah, <laughs> Inter interesting story about that uh -huh. was I don't think a lot of people know this. We haven't really talked about it. a little bit here and there, but um, the uh, the cigar in the box with the bats, that original blend, Chris and I created for the Connoisseur Club at Smoke In. in oh, okay. Yeah. It was in the yeah. It, it because Abe asked us to do it. Uh, it had to be a, a blend that we haven't done before. Uh -huh. So we're like, let, let's do a new factory too. Let's right. We, we we couldn't. Jesus, we called him. He's like, yeah, I'll roll you out however, however many you need. We went up there and did the blends, hands on, like you're saying. Right. Got to go up there, smell, taste, touch, mess with tobacco. So that was. Plus we thought it would be a good test run. You know, to yeah, like, yeah. It was, it was a test run. It was a test them. run. Like, what? Let's test run. And see what. Five hundred people got it. Them. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then uh, we kind of let it go. We had great reviews on it. Everyone loved it. Um, Kevin loved it um, with Cigar Prop. And uh, so, yeah, so throughout the year, we're like, yo, let's bring it to life and let's go back to New York and make that happen. Right. It's like full production. So that, that's Because we got awesome. such good feedback on it. We were just going to put it into full production. And then yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not shitting you. I'm literally telling it like straight up, Jeff, right, Jeff? Like, the idea of the two cigars and the bats and knives and like that literally changed probably like uh, a week, a week and a half before. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We got that, that we like, it literally changed like real fat. Like it just came out of nowhere. We weren't going to do that. And then, you know, it, I, I mentioned it and, and I said something to Jeff and then he was like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. That's going to be a lot for Martinez. Man. And I'm like, has anybody done that? I'm like, yeah, let's just drop it because, you know, then I got to start redesigning bands and yeah, we got to come up with all this it's new shit. More work. Time. It's more work. It's more work. And I'm like, they're probably not going to be able to do it. You're right. Let's. So then we got on the phone with Dave and, and we were like, man, because we, we ended up blending the Aparaca after that just to kind of play around. And we were like, man, this is really good too. And it totally changes like the flavor profile of the right. cigar, man. Like, it's a great cigar too. So we were going very distinct with that wrapper. So we were going back and forth, and and finally we got on the phone with Dave, and 
I'm like, man, we really, and he was like, well, would you guys ever consider doing two? And I'm like, oh, I'm so happy you just said that. <laughs> I, was like, we, I, I was thinking that we were talking about it last night, but we didn't think, we, you know, honestly, we didn't want to ask, especially a week yeah, we did. before Showtime to put right. that on. It's you a lot of work. It's know? a lot of work. Oh, yeah. yeah. He offered. And that was the idea and, he offered. And he, was, right. uh, he said it. He was like, he was like, we could do it if you, I'm like, yeah. I was like, we didn't even think that would be an option, man. So if you could do it, like, let's do it. And then, then we started going into like, all right, how are we going to differentiate it? And then you start coming up with different ideas and this and that. And yeah. we're like, all right, let's sleep, sleep on it. And then literally the very next morning, I woke up, I called Jeff. I'm like, Jeff, what about this? And he was like, that's dope. Let's do it. Like, guys, right. that's, you know, and, and, and with the knife, because well, I was trying to think of names and this. And right. I'm like, you know what? Like, we're doing a New York cigar. Let's do the West Side Story, like two gangs. You know, let's yeah. go old school, like gangs in New York. York. Like, yeah. pick your yeah. weapon, like, you know, old school street right. fight. What are you grabbing a bat, some, <laughs> you know, barbed wire, and, you know, and a knife or some brass knuckle? You know, so we were right. thinking of, of, of that to kind of, you know, more differentiate it. And, and it just, you know, I, I hit up Jeff. He, he liked the idea. And then we told Dave and Jesus, they were like, yo, that's awesome. So we just made it happen. And honestly, I, I, like Jeff will attest, man. Literally, right, Jeff? He what is it like? Probably a week, a week and a half before the show. Yeah, it was like a I week mean, and a half. You know, and we had nice a, yeah, and that was a tough but thing to do to for the print for the boxes because we were also using, you know, we did this on purpose too. We could have got cedar, like going on other stuff. We could have right. done the same thing, but we wanted this to be different. We were doing MDF boxes that are wrapped, like that old school. I you know, love those boxes. With the, I with love the nail those boxes. And like, yes. Yeah, man. Classic. You know, we wanted yes. to keep it classic and yeah. like that old school yeah. vibe. And we thought it would go perfect with, you yeah. know, kind of old school New York. And and even the coloring, like I said, everything on that box means something. Like we, the box, them being an MDF, it's for a reason. We wanted that old school kind of vibe to it. Even the coloring. So that coloring, That's all the, old... the colors on it. That's the old yeah. New York City license plate from what the era yes, that me yeah. oh, I, I, I'm like old enough to you remember know, those Liberty yeah. plates. <laughs> with, the, with the red. That's what I remember. That's what I remember New York. That's what I remember New York as. You know, yeah. when I go up there now and I see all these different license plates, I'm like, that's not New York. No, you know? it's not. Well, I'm it even should older. Be the red, white, blue. I remember when they were um, they were uh, gold and blue, like beforehand, the original uh, gold and blue. But yeah. you you know why they went with those you, you know yeah that was <laughs> do you why? know why they you know why they changed the plates to the red white and blue uh hundredth uh, hundredth anniversary of the Statue of Liberty ah, really? that makes yep. sense that. that's why they did that's why they did it I yeah and but yeah. I love that. And it, and it was it was a big deal because um, I was already old enough to drive when this happened. And like we had the shittiest license plates. For the year. It was just bland. Right. And mm-hmm. we got these what these red, white and blue ones and they just popped. They were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they were my oh, favorite license awesome. plate. Yeah. You know, I love so, it. So that is the reasoning, like even the colorway. It's yeah. over that. You know, me and Jeff, I was born in 82. He was born in 83. You know, that was the, you young. know, that era of, of uh, license. <laughs> so, like I, said, I got my driver's license in 84. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're young, sorry, hey, yeah. you're young at heart. Cool. Right, thank at you. Heart. <laughs> so, you know, but that, like I said, everything on there and everything. And it's obviously put the old school, you know, the, the same seal that we put on there because that seal is my grandmother's tablecloth. Oh, know, wow. Okay. Seal. Yeah. So that seal, like, uh, like that, all that, uh, you know that looks like uh what the hell is that called uh, crochet uh, or um no nah, it's called right? something yeah I what's that called doily 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 yes that whole doily look on our seal that goes down the left side of the box to seal the box closed yeah 
That's actually the grand the the uh, tablecloth on my on my table right now that my grandmother yeah. made by hand from Italy. So we digitalized it, and that's why it's on the seal. So like I said, we everything put, um, on there means something. So. Yeah, we put Martinez logo on there, you know, just yep. to give them some homage and respect. Yep. Um, and so just in case, I don't know it, it, for those that are listening that don't know or are confused, there are two cigars in that box. Yeah, two different. It's one box, two blends. Ten so it's 10 and 10. Yeah. It's 10 and 10. to the right. There's a divider. There's like a little cedar divider in the middle. So you'll open up the box and you'll see like, uh, you know, 10 uh, blue, blue, the blue bats. bats on the left. And then you'll see red, uh, red knives yeah. on the, uh, on the right. Okay. And, uh, the, the, uh, the knives of the hour paraca, the switchblades of the hour paraca and the baseball bats of the yeah. race. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. So you, you can kind of see that there, and um, so you you pick your you pick your uh, weapon of choice, you know, that's yep. a blade. Yep. Yep. And it was the San Andreas was the one you did for the Connoisseur Club. That was the original blend. Right? Okay. Yep. yep. Is and it, then yep. Well, no, go ahead. I was asking, is is it the same DNA under it in terms of uh, binder and fillers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which was surprising because normally we don't do that. But, yeah. Um, when when they uh they they're like guys, we we got some uh. You know, the filler that came that was coming into the factory was had a little more pep to it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, Hey, we made some with the uh Brazilian that you guys tried, and he's like, I'm gonna send you some. And uh, we're like, Yeah, fine, we'll smoke them. And uh, I, I called Chris, he his got to him like a day or two after my, I got mine. And I'm like, Bro, this is this is a good cigar. <laughs> this blend is like, I could, well, it's, it's I was like, totally oh, different. Thinking. Just it's different than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that wrapper. And it complemented the, the blend. Same way the San Andre did, but in a completely different way. Different way. And we couldn't say no. That's That was the thing. It, it, it's got this like, way, right? Spice. It, it was yeah. so good. Remember, Dave was like, whatever. I hope there's one you don't take. Because if you don't die, yeah, you don't take were gonna it. Yeah, because they were going to take it. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't get crazy. Yeah. Don't get crazy. Yeah. That's ours. Uh-uh. Well... But, we'll use it for the next one. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna save yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We're gonna save it and keep it in the archives yeah, and just throw it into one of the next series or whatever we're gonna kill do. two but, birds with uh, one stone. Now you yeah. get two. You know, the yeah. best of both worlds. For folks who haven't gone to Martinez Cigars, and I have been there, right? Oh man. Yeah, so you know. so this, I guess, I'll have you guys describe it a little better than me. But it, it's on 29th Street. Yeah. And uh, it it's 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 an old school cigar store it is I, uh, I don't have you have the chairs outside and stuff like that you have the bench the chairs yeah walk in it's narrow as hell it's yeah it's literally they small use, as fuck. Yeah. They got four rollers in the back right corner yeah. Yeah. they have a display in the front right when you come in with only the cigars they make in there some days listen th- this is what i love about it i used to go in there some days thinking i'm gonna smoke a cigar and leave right i go in there i spend eight hours they're playing dominoes comes yep. out. Yep. They're bringing the rum, the wine, coffee, food. I was like, ah, I can't come here anymore because I never leave. Yep. But it's true. It's staple of like old school New York. Yep. You know, yeah. a lot of Dominican culture there. And uh, it's just you felt like you're in the DR for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that typical like hole in the wall spot that nobody yeah, knows is the there. That yeah. has just walk right gems, past you know? it. Like, it's yeah. like next to there's like a I think a grocery store or something. Yeah, like right. there's a bodega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. But then, but then cool. But I don't, I don't know if they took you down. Did they take you downstairs? I have not been downstairs. I haven't right, been there so in a while. Down, yeah. All right. So downstairs are bags and boxes full of tobacco. Wow. And uh, there's a little age, there's an age room down there. So like we walked down there to, to look at the tobacco, you yeah. know, to pick what we wanted to do. And it's just bins and yeah. bags of tobacco. Yeah. It's awesome. This and, it, for, and again, for folks who mean, and if you go to New York, you, you should definitely go see this place, right? It, it's they make like they produce like all this stuff, like house cigars they have there. I mean, this is oh, yeah, yeah. They, they make all them, they make in house. Yeah. They make it in house. I mean, they've done some. They've done some labels. I know for some folks, uh, they're starting to branch out a little more. Yeah, yeah they, but you they, won't, they won't sell those in the shop. Though. No, no, they won't. No, they won't. Uh, they were at the trade show. They were at the trade show uh, this past year yeah. too. Which They're starting, great. I think, you know, from 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 you know, the conversations that I've had with Dave, you know, you, you know, I think they're trying to, you know, they want to showcase what they do more, and yeah. that they are actually a, a factory, and they produce premium, you know, cigars. You know, I, I think that they want to showcase that more uh, instead of, so, yeah. you know, obviously they're, they they they've been surviving for fifty years on retail and making their house sticks and selling them out of their, you know. But I think they want to start. Lot. That says a lot. Yeah, and that says a lot that they've been around that long can sell their house cigars that they're rolling right there and, and be in, in business Manhattan. that long in Manhattan. Yeah, you know that's not you know. So I think what that you know from conversations, they're starting to want to showcase what they do more as a factory. Yeah, and they want to you know show the industry that they they produce just as good cigars there than everybody's making, you know, Nicaragua. And they are starting to, you know, branch out into some other, you know, brands now where they're making cigars for some, some other brands yep. that I'm, you know, I don't want to drop. I don't know what's out there. So I don't want to say, but you guys will start seeing some brands that you've heard of and know yeah. starting to work with Martinez. So. I think it's great. Now for you guys, it it's going to be a small production, right? I mean, because they obviously, they only um, have, how, how is that going to work for you guys? We're going to yeah. do like, I'll yeah. tell you straight yeah. out, 500 box run at first. Okay. You know, yep. it, it, it has potential to be, I mean, yes, if, if it's flying off the shelf, I mean, we have access to the factory and um, we're, we're on the list of production. So if we do 500 boxes and we sell them out in three months, we're going to make some more. Okay. Know? So yeah. it's not one and done. That was my next question. No, yeah. no, no. We're no. not gonna. Uh, it's it's no. We want it to be around. Yeah, that's gonna be a, a, a core line. It, it, I mean, it's gonna be different series, but it, the, basically the reason that's part of the reason why we did it with them because we want to be able to have that you know turnaround time you know where we could it, you know the communication is very easy. It's not going through you know a middleman or then he's got to yeah. connect the guy in Nicaragua. Then you got I got to talk to the, yeah. the, the factory manager. Then I got you know this is very easy. Make one phone call. Hey Zeus, Dave. We need 500 more. All right. <laughs> and if there's a problem, like it's not like you got to get me or Jeff or anybody's got to get on a plane, go, you know, go through cut. We, we, we get, if worst came to worst shit, we can get in a car and drive there and be there. Yeah. You know, if we really had to, you know, fix something or if there was an issue. So just being able to have the access, the community, you know, the transparency and, and, and communication and be able to manage our product more and have the ability to, you know, fuck with, uh, be you know mess with sorry that's okay work you can curse guys. you can curse <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> work with guys that that are kind of cut from the same cloth and get it and have you know mm -hmm. get you know what we're trying to do and are getting behind that and are, are and are able to and are able to supply us with what we need when we need it is a big big deal yeah. especially big in this deal. industry when you run through deal. holes in inventory and for you know production times you, you, i mean listen you run into those holes 
you know, yeah. unless you're a big conglomerate and you can afford to, you know, drop, you know, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and just re-up on all your product at the same time, all the time, you know, the, you know, you do run into holes within your inventory, at least what I've learned so far, you know, unless I'm doing something wrong. Uh, but you're dealing with a lot of different people logistically, you know, and, and, and it makes it a little bit more, not that it's, it can't get done. We've been doing it in Nicaragua, but it makes, you know, it, 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 it presents its set of challenges. Let me say that yeah. where this, yeah. this kind of eliminates a lot of those challenges, you know, yeah. and um, the, the, so. the other mindset behind it too. I mean, Chris kind of touched on it, but like you were saying, if, if there's ever, if we ever have an issue with getting our core line in or getting the Padrino, we know that we can beef up production with the West Side Story in New York City. That's great. To fill, to fill the gap. Yeah. Right. Say, yep. hey, look, we're out of our signature lines, but guess what? Right. We have the West Side Story. It'll be out there in two weeks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, And, you know, I think the other thing that's really great about this project is you, you guys talked about the fact that it is a New York project. This is like the best. Like this factory, if you ha- like, it, with all the crap going on in New York right now, it's great to see these guys are still around. Right? I know. Because, right? Yeah. yeah, and now you, you know, you, you know, and look, I remember, like New York was the Optimo stores were like everywhere. That was like these. I go to go to my grandfather. Remember those? Oh they would take God, me to Nat Sherman and stuff. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And all the you know, there's no more of those Optimo stores anymore. You know, yeah. Nat Sherman's gone. So, you know, this is, and I think, I think Martinez is it this year or next year is going to be the 50th anniversary. It's I think they have uh, the, next year. I think. It's next year. Yeah. I think yeah. Like 40, 49 right now. I think it's going to fifty next year. Yeah, that, that, I, I knew I think I Martinez is going to try to step, in, and they should, you know, rightfully so. They've, I think, earned their spot. They make quality products, you know. Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I think they're trying to capture that market that was lost with Nat Sherman leaving. That whole New York vibe with Nat Sherman yeah. and the Optimos and all the tobacco, you know, product, you know, factories that have closed down up there over the years. And yeah. I think they're in a good position now, you know. Uh, where they're, they're going to start taking on, you know, that role, yeah. that, that void, they're going to fill that void, you know, yep. in a different way, obviously, in a, obviously, you know, in a different way than that term. I mean, they're all different brands and they run, you know, but there's an opening there. Well, know? absolutely. They, absolutely. They're just waiting for somebody to step in and grab it by the balls and take it, you know, and I think Martinez and Jesus, they, Dave, and they recognize that. Yeah. And, I th- you know, and, 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 you know, kudos to them, man. Shout out, shout out to them, man. Salute, you know, because, uh, the market's open, you know, up there, and all, it's for the taking. It's whoever's gonna have the balls yeah. enough to go and, the, and do it. You know, the great people, it. man, great yeah. people. So. Yeah, and and they do they do the bands there too, right? They do all their bands there, right? They do all their bands there. Yeah, for them, yeah, uh, yeah. They, yeah. Well, I don't know if they don't get their bands printed there. I but get, I think but they, they know, but they got packaging. they got a guy up in New York, and I thought they had a guy that did it. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have a yeah, design. All the packaging gets done there. Like, like Dave, like you know, he does a lot of the packaging of yeah. you know by himself. I mean, he so he does all the banding. He puts all the cello on the barcodes, patches, you know, packs the boxes, right? Cellophanes them, seals them. So you know, like I said, like that's a, and that's the point. Like that cigar, that's why we did it there. You know, we're gonna call it a New York cigar. Don't be a fraud. Don't say I'm gonna make it a New York cigar and you're making it in Nicaragua where nobody has anything to do with New York. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't even make sense. You yeah, know, you want a New York cigar? All right, we're gonna make a New York cigar, and it's from New York, rolled in New York, packaged in New York, made by two guys from New York, yep. in one of the only factories left in New York. Yeah. So what else? I mean, don't say you're gonna make a New York cigar and then you go make it in Honduras. Now, if you could grow the tobacco yeah. in New York, then you'd really. <laughs> then we really, yeah. Then I mean, oh, yeah. it is it is Nicaraguan, Dominican, right, you know, right. 
and Senate, Mexican San Andreas and Brazilian tobacco. Uh, unfortunately, I can't. That's one thing we can't do as well in, in New York. Uh, that, that's beyond. Uh, yeah, you need done. some. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know where you grow in New York. <laughs> uh, Central so, Park. Uh, Pennsylvania, right? Pennsylvania <laughs> or Connecticut. Pennsylvania or Connecticut is probably about go. the closest we'll get to it. But, yeah, but there you, know. you go. Yeah. There you, there you go. Uh, is um so the New York City series, there's going to be more. And so my question is, is it going to follow a similar concept now with, if you, when you do another one that would have two blends? Um, we've talked about it. We have one idea in the works. Um, you have to wait and find out. Okay, that's fine. No, I'm just, I was just kind of curious if that was the concept. <laughs> Well, well you it's, know not it the, it's not the concept, but it's kind of flowing that way organically, you know? I think what Jeff is trying to say is, and he's right. I mean, I just gave you an example. It turned into two cigars in a week and a half before we released it. For yeah, seven it months, even, we were right. going to do one cigar, it was, right. and in a, in a matter of a week, it changed. So, you know, we're very both open-minded to kind of, you know, we're big proponents of, like, What's meant to be will be, and if it's, you know, almost kind of thing, like, no, nah, I don't want to sound cheesy and corny, but, like, fate, like, just go with the flow, man. And if you go yeah. with the flow sometimes, instead of fighting everything or trying to control it, things actually kind of work out better. You know, kind of just go with the flow and kind of see where it, where it goes. And, like, and, and if once it works, the creative it works. juices, Once those creative juices start flowing, man, you know, especially, you know, with me on the design side where I try to, you know, you know, Jeff knows. You know, I tell them, like, bro, we got to get this thing off the shelf because once I start driving our design team crazy because we think we got something, I'm like, right, right. I just came up with another idea last night for this. Side. And they're like, man, we got to get, get this thing done because every other day I'll, I'll think of a new idea or this will make it better or that. Or Jeff will come up with an idea and call and be like, yo, put this on. So that's the problem. Once those creative juices, they really start flowing, man, and you, you want to make it the best that you can, you know, you don't know where way. it's going to go. You know? The possibilities so. are endless. Yeah, I think this is creating it. legs of with the volume, volume one, actually volume two. Yeah, yeah. It, it could it could just you never we we don't even know yet where it's gonna yeah. go, but it's gonna go in that direction. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's yeah. what I like about it. It's kind of like man, this is this has potential to be a, a thing. You know? Oh, I think so too. Like I said, I think it's a great concept that you guys have brought to the table here with this i mean it's a, thank you like no one's done something like this before i mean they made nah. it Marte, but what you guys have done uh here and, and like i said it's it's an exciting project being a new york guy and, and i think it can actually you know maybe it helps new york somehow i mean somewhat, well, well you, but, but you know what it is coop too chris touched on it it's being it's just being us it's just being real yeah yeah we can't be someone we're not right we're, we're not dominic we're not cuban we're italian and proud italian americans and um we're, we're just us and that is portrayed through the brand so yeah i we just let it go man you know yeah and, and the, the, the the reason it works is because we're real yeah no you guys are there was a comment from uh Charlie Creekmore in the comments, he wrote, uh, how about fire escape grown tobacco? There you go. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be so, funny. There you go. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll see, take over the West Side. Yeah. The possibilities see? are endless. See, yeah. see that's what I'm talking about. It'll, yeah. it'll be pot grown on fire escapes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. In the Bronx. Yeah. Huh? And, and look who just joined us here. Uh, Aaron Loomis has joined us here. Hey guys, what's up, buddy? In in the blackened in the blackened uh, stage of uh, Drew Estate here. That's right. Him, I did. Aaron, I saw you at TPE. 
Yes, I was at Aaron TP. Was at, Aaron was at, came by, yes, I did yeah. see. I saw Aaron at TP. I remember yeah. that. He came up to the table. Yeah. 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 Coop, Coop, Coop was in the DR, you know. Doing That's right. I did. Well, let me see. Oh, but I wrote yeah, your press release. I wrote your press release from Pro Cigar, by the way. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. You thought of us little people while you were down there living the life. <laughs> you know, thank you. Oh, man. And by man, the way, man. Aaron, don't let me. You know, I was trying to be diplomatic tonight. I don't know if you see. It's hard because of the lighting. I am yeah. wearing the MLB Batterman tonight in honor right. of like trying to be diplomatic. Yeah. Because it's baseball season coming up. Right. This guy's got an Astro jersey. Well, on. he's so got a good reason. Point. He's got a he's yeah. got a legitimate cheaters, good reason. You know, the cheaters, you know. Okay. I, I, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. I, just, I just got I just got back from uh softball coaching softball for my daughter's team. Oh okay. All right. Okay. We got our first win okay. of the season. Yeah. We, whether we cheated or not, I'm not gonna say. But <laughs> we gotta Congrats. win, right? You gotta win. That's right. Cause I always got my Yankee on, but I was like, you know what? Tonight, in honor of like, you know, opening day coming up, let's yeah. just honor baseball. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna be that guy always rocking right. the Yankee or you know, but <laughs> so. And then he's coming out with an Astros. Right? <laughs> he, yeah. he he he's getting yeah. a pass Chris, on that go one. Go put your shirt on. Go get your shirt. I have a Yankees question coming up actually uh, in the second segment. So the Yankee yeah. question coming up. Uh, here so we yeah we were just wrapping up on uh, we were talking about the new york city series aaron and i'm like all over this right now because it's yeah. really cool uh the, the other question i had is you guys did go with the torpedo size with this yeah that's right we did it again so what was yeah. was there anything why you went with the torpedo with this one was there any yeah be, well the reason was because what i was saying earlier with the um kind of shore club oh okay that first blend it had to be a vitola and a blend that we never used and we never did a traditional torpedo yeah. Six by fifty-two, you know, with the. So we just did that. Yep. To be different, and then we just kept it. Why not? Yeah. No. It's... When uh, when can we expect to see these cigars start to hit shelves? Um. So, right. I, I, well, I will say, a big shout out to Luxury, um, Luxury Cigar Club. They yeah, just well, released it. They no, I've been seeing posts. People got it already. Chris. Oh, really? I yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. It shipped. It well, no, I've been seeing posts. Little posts coming. I know. Out. They got the first round, um, and now they got the second round. Yeah. They got, so the, they got the first order. They got the first order that we made. Okay. Um, everything else will ship. What, Chris? Like mid-April? Uh, yep. Mid-April. End of April. Yep. And uh, very April. worst. Uh, well, very latest beginning of May. First week. Also, for, for a little plug. We're doing um. We're doing a four release parties in New York City, April thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. At uh, we're cigar. releasing the West Side Story. At um, we'll be at Merchants with Fine Tobacco NYC. Merchants uh, we'll is reopened. Par- Merchants reopened. Yeah. Because they were closed yeah. for a while, weren't they? Well, because of COVID. Uh, yeah, but bro, oh, okay bro, for that. COVID. Okay. I did, yeah. I did an event there last year. Okay. Um, yeah, merchants. We're doing the kickoff with merchants. Uh huh. And then Barclay Rex. Okay. Um, and then uh, Harry's in Queens. Harry's about. Oh, Harry! I met Harry in, yeah. I was in Mexico with Harry. He's awesome. Oh, uh, Harry's great. Bro. Yeah. Harry's awesome. And then uh, South Shore Cigar Club along Island. Okay. Oyster Bay. Oyster Bay. Yeah. 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 Those, those are our guys. Coming right Oyster Bay. Yeah. Get yeah. ready. Uh, but, I mean, how are we gonna uh, not that not release the cigar? I mean, that was my question. I was gonna ask you guys if you were gonna launch it in New York. That was where I was. Yeah, going. we're doing so, it in New York, bro. We got four days, four events, boom. Yeah. So we did it obviously at TPE to kind of just gin up the show, uh-huh. almost to, to, to present it to people and, and and get the feedback and kind of get the juices flowing and people start seeing it. But it wasn't got a lot of orders out there. Too. We got yeah. back orders on it already. 
Um, but we didn't want to like the official release party where we're going to have boxes of it in the retail shops. Like we literally saved just enough for these events. Like okay. these are the yeah. only four places that will have this cigar until they ship. So if you guys want them, you can call them up once we do our event and they will have them. I know we'll Harry. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll get, we're giving each uh, one of the shops that yeah. gave us an event to release this cigar. Like they're going to take like five boxes each probably around. So Every shop will have, you know, they're getting our other stuff too. But just the NYC, we had an alley. They're gonna have a limited, yeah. A they're gonna have amount. a limited you know, amount to start, and then, you know, so. Yeah, and just another thing, just another thing, I want to touch on because Jeff brought it up. Uh, you know, with, with the luxury thing, luxury is the first. They're literally the first retailer or online club or to have it. Um, you guys are gonna notice. So this is how. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's cool though. So, so. You know, you want to talk about exclusive luxury is actually has the most exclusive because they're it's so like new. It's so they got literally the first run we did on it. Uh -huh. um, and and it, they don't even have secondary bands. Like that's how like that's how they got like the right. first run that it didn't even get secondary mm -hmm. bands. You know, like so they're I mean, they got save that the one. Yeah. So save yeah. that one because that's actually a pre-release. Like they pretty much got pre-release. So oh, wow. like they were the first run that we did you know we did a whole big run and they got it out of that first run before we even got a chance to secondary bandit box it everything so they yeah. they literally have the first run that we did uh, of these things luxury cigar so um they, they it was so you know <laughs> you know it, it, we were trying it, it to get was like it we so want quick them, and they wanted you know, they, they, they wanted it ben was like you know i as Dave and I'm Dave hit me up. He's like, bro, do you mind? I'm like, you know, if they don't want to wait, man. Like it is the first run. I mean, you know, right. they could Let them have say, it. Let listen, them you have want it. exclusive. That's exclusive. You're going to get it. It's literally yeah. the first run off the table. Good you're job. not even getting secondary bands on them. So, good you know, good job. So. Yeah. Uh, but then I got one more question on that. It was Yara Paraka, um, Jeff and Chris, that's kind of a new rapper. You guys, have, you guys haven't played with that rapper before. No, we haven't. We haven't done anything with that. Yeah. And that's why it was so, like in the beginning, I, we were skeptical, uh, but I think it's because the initial tobacco, the filler we were using, we were iffy. But then we got this new tobacco um, that Dave had and Jesus had. And when we blended it with that, it, it just popped, man. It just right. came to life. You know, you'd be surprised. Like, you know, tobacco change, you know, tobacco changes with crops, you know, every five years, 10 years, whatever it is. And, um, when when you're able to get this like supply of tobacco that just uh complements each other really well it complements that brazilian wrapper that we haven't used before and that's what's also exciting yep we're able to do something completely different and love it you know it was like wow oh we gotta use it we gotta use this you know yeah so it's new but we loved it and um now it's the thing and, and you know it really it's gonna show uh, the consumer the how much makes makes a difference, and the diversity of just the blend itself because the guts are, are are the same. You know, both got Indonesian binders. I think the Aparaca might have a new Nicaraguan in it, maybe a little bit, a fresh. Remember, because Dave was saying that the, the Viso was a little different. It was yeah, a they got heavier. some new Nicaraguan. That's had what I'm saying. It had this like it. so it was the same. It brought it to life. Yeah, complimented it. It, it complimented it, and and Better. you know, but but it changed where like the Aparaca is really more of like that nutmeg and cinnamon and like, you know, like creamy and like, yeah, like buttery, like butter, cinnamon. And then you, you go and then you go smoke the, the San Andreas and it's got more of that, you know, beefier, chocolatey, leathery, more profile to it. So 
you know, you know, listen, I know we're not the first to do it. I know there's been other brands that do two in a box, but I, when we, when we decided to do it, one, it was, it was because they're both awesome cigars. First of all, I mean, if they're not, then we wouldn't have done it. Um, but also we wanted it to, to kind of, again, be, do something different, not do the same crap that, we, you know, we always do what everybody else is doing. And, uh, you know, just, just, uh, ha- have it pop, man, you know, have it pop, give two different offerings out of the same box with two different, totally flavor, total different flavor profiles, you know, and, uh, really, really, uh, kind of spotlight how that wrapper, you know, makes, makes a difference, you know? And, uh, you know, I think, the, I think, like I said, I know we're not the first to do it, you know, but I think we are right now. I mean, on the market, I mean, I, unless there's something that I'm, I'm missing or that I don't know about, um, I know I don't think there's anybody else, you know, a, a big brand, re, you know, brand that sells to retailers and isn't just a little mom and pop shop, you know, it, that makes cigars out of New York, packages in New York, and does two different offerings in the same box. I, I just don't, I don't. I'm trying to think of some other brand that has done that, and, and I don't think there is, and that's that's why we did it. Nice. You know, kind of differentiate a little bit. So. Nice. Um, we had a question on uh, Batola's is the torpedo box counts twenty. What's the price point? Uh, fourteen. Okay, yeah, around there for new for Retail. everything in new for doing all that in New York. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We figured it uh, yeah. out. We didn't yeah. want to go crazy. We, you know, you're not, we you can't do it cheap. Out. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to do it cheap in New York. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's not no. cheap. Well, that's the thing. We yeah. couldn't go cheap. I mean, but we didn't want to kill nobody at the same time. We wanted <laughs> to do it where we were still gonna be yeah. okay. We we're you know make you know it. it we didn't want it to, we didn't want to, and we could have went, you know, listen, we could have maybe went a little more, but you know, we're not trying to kill people. We're blue collar guys, man. We get it. But at the same time, it had to be a little bit more because this is in New York, you know, which obviously in the States, things cost a little bit more money to make, yeah. you know, packaging, boxing, everything, you know, the product. So, but luckily we have that partnership and that's why we also did this with Martinez because, you know, they're willing to work with us too, because they see, you know, the potential and what we're, where we're trying to go and they it's, want to be a part of that. It's, we want it's to that personal, doing, so it works yeah, out. Yeah, personal yeah, relationship. Much, you know? So, yep. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. Awesome. I'm looking forward to this a lot, guys. Um, Aaron, I know you jumped on. Like, is there anything you wanted to kind of ask on before we kind of move into some of the other stuff? No, I, I will say that the boxes look really good. I got to see the boxes at the show. So um, yeah. they look really nice, uh, kind of a classic style, uh, yeah, t- uh, you know, box, um, which looks pretty cool. So yeah. kind of add to that presentation, having the two two different blends in the box. So, um, yeah. so it was really nice design. I, I, I dug it. Aaron, when you came by, I, I gave you, didn't I give you at least one of each? I didn't give you one. Yeah, New York I, got, I got one of okay. each. Okay. I haven't had a chance to okay. smoke them yet, but um, yeah, okay. I, I have them right. sitting. I just yep. want to make sure at least you got yep. some. Sorry, I should have gave two. I should have gave you a couple. For, Good. I don't even two. have any left. Yeah. We don't have, we gave <laughs> I'll send them back. I'll send them back. <laughs> we gave, we gave one, so we got home and I was like. Yeah, send like, them back. Got, yeah, send them back. When we got to the hotel. Uh, actually, but we were like, you have to pay, you have to pay shit, California tax. everything out that we didn't ah, have for ourselves, dude. We gave everything out. We didn't have anything for ourselves. We yeah. were kicking ourselves in the ass. We should have thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That. That's good. It is what it is. All right. So I got a couple questions before we go to break. And uh, this first question is actually a New Jersey inspired question. It's not cigar related. Okay. I call this the ties that bind. It's named after the Bruce Springsteen song, the ties that bind. And basically I want to know what these three items have in common. Okay. 
And uh, I made this one easier because I, I, I've been making them hard. So I'm, I'm gonna I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be easy. But go. Ahead. <laughs> okay. So here are the three things. It's an never egg, easy. An egg. A, a safe, like a, a safe where you lock things in, and a whip. What kind of this party are you having, pal? This is easy, Coop. Whips, safes, and, and eggs. Okay. Yeah. So what are we talking about? What's the question? What's, you got to find out what is the three, all, what is, how what do these three things have in common? An egg, a safe, and a whip. New Jersey. You can break them all. You can break them all. You break an yep. egg, you can break into a safe, and you can break a whip. You got know. it. You got yeah. it. That's the answer. I dig it. Uh, you got it. See? You got it. <laughs> you got it. Look right. at this guy, Chris. Good job. I'm proud <laughs> well, of you. I, I had a feeling Chris might get this. <laughs> well, what is that? What, what is that? What does that have to do with New Jersey? Well, no, the, the ties that bind is the Bruce Springsteen song. That was what was New oh, Jersey. Okay. Sorry, sorry if I threw you off on that. That was he threw me off. I was seeing Jersey. I'm like. <laughs> they don't have eggs in Jersey. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I would have accepted. I would have accepted crack also. If you think you can crack, uh, I think you break yeah. in. But I like. Yeah, it's it's, it's totally you unacceptable. All right, good job, good job. All right, all right. Here's the next I'm, question. I want to know. Surprised you got that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Next question is our cattle baron steak surprised, question at night. This is related to meat. Okay, and I know you guys are not vegans, so so I know I can ask this, right? I want to know your ultimate. I want to know what is on your ultimate hamburger. And here's what, I, before I say, everyone answers this one the same way, so I'm kind of curious to see how you guys wait, answer. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on a second. The ultimate hamburger, is that the one with no meat on it? No, what you would no, put no, on no, a hamburger. No, no, no. That's impossible. A, impossible. Okay, no, okay, yeah, this is real that, beef. I it was a trick question. <laughs> no, no trick question. <laughs> this is, no, there's no All wrong right. answer. You just tell me okay. what is on your okay. ultimate hamburger here. For uh, me? Beef. Yeah. I would say a bacon blue burger. It was going to be stuff. Usually I'll make them stuff them with crumble blue cheese burger. Oh boy. And then with lettuce, tomato, onion, cheddar cheese, crispy bacon, and ketchup. Okay. That yeah, is the that most be- elaborate answer I've gotten because everyone is. It's a good answer. It's a good answer. Mine is going to be more simple. I'm not a big. That's where people guy, go. They tend to go simple with this. Yeah. But I, I used to work in restaurants a lot and cafes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Growing up, teenager, I I invented a burger, but it's not really. Uh, I'm very simple sometimes with food, but uh, uh, beef, bacon, provolone, and the 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 hot the hot pet the chili hot chili the relish. What's that called? The oh, red. Sauerkraut. No, 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 no. It's the red pepper. It's like a chili. It's a hot, it's a hot, hot. relish. Yeah, it's like a hot relish. Yeah, hot relish. Okay. Um, nice. I, I, I like I'm that. Simple. I like Beef, that. Bacon, provolone, and some hot relish. I like okay. that. All right. That, that's a that's a good answer there. Um. All right. So, like I said, this this is a shorter segment. We'll we'll wrap up. I just got to do a, a couple more sponsor words. Um, and then we'll be done. Um. So let me mention. Um. First, tailored smoke. Located in the heart of downtown Charlotte's epicenter, which now has a new name, by the way. I have to get that name. Right. Yeah. And outside the Charlotte Motor Speedway in Concord, North Carolina, Tailored Smoke has is your one-stop shop for tailored smoking experience. And by JRE Tobacco, the authentic Corojo leaf is one of the most robust and flavorful tobacco leaves out there. During the Golden Age of Scots Cuba, the leaf was choice to make some of the world's greatest cigars. Because it's one of the most challenging ones to cultivate, it fell out of favor by the 1990s. In the Hamastran Valley in Honduras, Julio Arroyo took on the challenge of growing Carajo 
from the original seeds. In 2000, they successfully reintroduced authentic Coroa back to the market. With over 50 years experience in the tobacco business from growing and curing tobacco the J, to cigar production, the J-Ray Tobacco Farms video will continue to deliver products to market with authentic Coroa. Now with J-Ray Tobacco, Julian and San Justo have brought their very own brand to market and each contain that authentic Coroa leaf. Aladino is available in a wide variety of blends, including the latest release, which is the Aladino Candela, making its way to selected retailers. Um, each represent the golden age of cigars from 1947 to 1961. They're available at your local retailer. Be sure to ask for Jerry Tobacco. A legacy is tasted in every draw. And by Corona Cigar Company. At Corona Cigar Company, they take uh, pride in the fact that they're cigar fanatics just like you. That's where you'll find the best selection of the rarest and finest premium cigars available anywhere in the world. Plus, they have special limited edition cigars available exclusively to Corona Cigar Company from famous international cigar makers such as Rocky Patel and Aganorso Leaf, Drew Estate, and many more. They have the best cigar selection, best customer service, and money-saving discount prices. But don't just take their word for it. Forbes Magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as best of the web. Corona Cigar was voted a top five internet cigar retailer by Smoke Magazine. Cigar Ficcionado wrote, Corona Cigar Company, the largest, best stock cigar shops in America. Place an order online at www.coronacigar.com or visit one of Corona's four Central Florida cigar superstores and cigar bars and see for yourself why Corona Cigar Company is the ultimate cigar experience. And we're going to get into our Alec Bradley uh, Live True segment sponsored by Alec Bradley. Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley, Alec Bradley. Visit alecbradley.com to find out more about their cigars. Live True. So these are just some uh, questions that I'm going to ask you guys that are non-cigar related, kind of what we were just doing. But they're, they're random ones that I'll have. Um, and I tailored these, the six questions, and I tailored them just for you guys. Some of them, I should say. Oh, boy. I'm All, right. Okay. All right. So the first one is an easy one. <laughs> so, Here we go. These are easy. There's nothing There's nothing that's going to embarrass you guys tonight. So it's well, nothing embarrasses me. You don't well, maybe number three. Well, yeah. Maybe question three. Maybe question three. All right. We might embarrass ourselves. All right. But, uh, All right. There you go. There you go. So, there you go, Jesse. All right. So, and I want each of you guys to answer them. So, first question is a band that you listen to over and over again, a musical band or a musical artist. Mm. Mm. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, there's a couple of them. Mm, a couple. A, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot, man. Okay. Lamb of God would probably be my metal choice. Nice. Good chance. Good job. Lamb of God. I would probably say Lamb of God or yeah, listen to Lamb of God. I listen to a lot of Hate Breed. Uh, bring me the horizon, old bring me the horizon, uh, all metal stuff. If you're looking rap, locks, millies, definitely D block. I mean, I'll play that over and over all day. Styles P, Jada Kiss, you know, all day, every day. Um, um, I can't listen to new rap, really not into it too, too much. Old school, yeah. Those, if I'm going old metal school. and rock, 90s. definitely went, yep. you know, and but then also, you know. I love the classics, man. I'll go, I'll, you know, I love the old, you know, 90s rock, Chili Peppers and, you know, Rage Against the Machine and System of the Down. And, you know, so I, I'm all over the spectrum when it comes to music. And, I, and I'll listen to all those old classics and greats over and over and over again. Dean Martin, um, you know, all the old stuff, too. Oh, there, you so there you go. Kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for. Yeah, yeah my, um, I would say my go-to, I mean, um, I, I think I have an old soul, but Sundays are the day that I play in the house for my kids. We cook. Uh, I, I do Rat Pack all day long. So now I oh, nice. um, mm. we do all the Italian classics, you know, all that. Um, but when I smoke cigars, I'll, I'll just put, it's easier for me to think about it this way. When I, because I smoke cigars a lot. 
and I listen to the same things over and over. And it's either like jazz, like Miles Davis or something like that. Um, I love Sade. I do too. Yep. I love Sade. Don't yeah. judge me. Um, no, no, my dad. My dad drove Sade. He used to drive her occasionally. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So I, I could I could put that. I'm I'm in just a good place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I'll venture out. I, I could go all over the spectrum, but those are like when I'm sitting down, I'm listening. I want to just chill out. That's my thing. Very and nineties hip hop and R and B, the whole spectrum. But yeah, you know. Good job, good job, guys. All right, next question: A pet that you would want to own, and you may already own one of these, besides a dog or cat. Mm. That's a good question. Um, I've always wanted a wolf. A wolf, yeah, a dog, a wolf, Me too. like a team. Right? I, I got foxes on the property here. If you want one, no, no, I don't want them. I don't want they're them. nasty. I want they're nasty. I want to, I, no, I would just show or a movie. And what was he had this wolf that was like wild, but it was like the best fucking wolf. <laughs> I love this answer. Yeah. Oh, you know wait, 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 wait. That's that's what a, was call it a wild. It was like an Indian. Yeah. Yes, yes, bro. That's that was it. Wild, where he was, when I saw him, like, man, I would love a wolf like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dog will kill for you. You know. You know, I would want a wolf. Maybe a lion. There you go. Yeah. All right, Chris. What about you? I would just go with my if I could have one and not totally destroy where I live oh and boy. kill me. But go. if I could have one, silverback gorilla in my house. <laughs> <laughs> good door. answers. These are good answers. Security. Security. I'm putting the silverback in the front of my door yeah. with a suit on, bro. Silverback <laughs> gorilla. That's my. Who's gonna Who's gonna protect animal. you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well. You know, like I just said, if he doesn't want to rip my face off, you know, I'm gonna make sure he's fed well and you know he's taken. You gotta bond. You gotta bond with him. (laughs) You gotta bond with him, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right. So, Chris, this may be a question more for you, but Jeff, if you want to answer this or can't answer this, you can. Yeah. Did the New York Yankees do anything to actually improve their team this year to catch Uh the Astros? Um. I think they did. I mean, listen, they added Rondon into the pitching rotation. I really am curious to see what they're going to do with this kid Volpe because he's he's really stepping up big time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think they got some new talent with that uh, with the younger uh, what's his name Orlando. Uh, what was it? Was it Ortega? Who's that younger kid that was playing left field last year? The hell was his name? I've been watching a lot of spring training because I don't have it on TV. I, I right. pay for the MLB app, but it only starts when the season starts. Yeah. So I'm not paying extra just to watch spring training. Same here, yeah. But, you know, I, I, watch, I watch the highlights. But um, I, I think, you know, I think they had a great team last year. Honestly, I think they just oh. fell short. I think the yeah. team needs to step up. And, um, you know, I, I mean, listen, what did we win last year? 100, 101 games? I mean, I mean, it's not like you can't I can't call that a bad season. I mean, we just fell short, you know, and honestly, it comes down to playoff baseball, you know, stepping up, you know, getting the big hit and, and, and you know, making the big pitch. And, you know, so I think if, you know, some of the younger guys could step up and, and, and um, you know, get, you know, contribute a little bit more as far as the, uh, on the offensive side and, and some of the new additions as far as like if they do go with, with Volpe and, you know, they, they, they ended up keeping Rizzo, which I, I was happy about. Obviously, they, they signed Aaron Judge, which was a big deal. I mean, right. how are you not going to sign that guy? You know, so they didn't do anything, I don't think, drastic, obviously. 
Um, but uh, with, with the changes, because they had a solid team. I think the team just needs to, um, you know, work together as a team a little bit better. And I think the guys in the big spots need to just come through in the big spots. You know, that's what they're getting paid for. You know, so I don't think there's really too much more. I mean, what, you know, a team, like I said, I think it was 101 last year. Don't quote me. I might be off by a game or two. But I know it was around 100 wins last year. So I mean, really, when you, your teams win a hundred fucking games in a year, yeah. you don't really. It, it comes much. down to yeah, it comes right. down to it's just down. making the plays. Yeah, I would you know? say um, for me, um, you know, I'm not a huge sports guy, but I I do love my teams, right? Like, right. I I, I do I Yankees. I'm all New York, but um, I think for me the biggest thing I, I was glad that they kept Judge. You know, they signed the yeah, deal. Awesome. You know, and he, he he's on. I, I, I think he needs to be there, and I'm excited about the the young guy at shortstop. What's his name? Volpe. Yeah. Volpe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I hope he gets. Yeah, I think he's. You know, I think that'd be cool and exciting. You know. So we'll That's, see. Hey, uh, speaking speaking of which, Coop, you know, one thing you are missing out on that I love being down here now is getting to go to the Yankees. I already bought tickets for my mm. birthday, May May sixth. I'm going up to Tampa to the first series that Yankees play in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Got seats right behind visitors dugout. I'll be right there. And then I also ended up already buying tickets to when they play uh, Miami down in Miami uh, uh, on uh, August 12th. So, you know, nice. that's one good thing, man. I like, listen, I can't go. I used to go to five, 10 games, you know, at the stadium. Plus, shit, I used to work them. I used to have to work yeah. the elevators there. You know, oh, wow. so, you know, I used to I used to be there all the time. And I took care of all the elevators coming from the L, you know, the four, the one coming up from the one. So I used to always be at Yankee Stadium, you know. So for me, I missed I missed that a lot. Just that vibe yeah. when the streets are closed off and walking. In I missed that stand, being in North Carolina. Stand, you don't stand. Yeah, we don't have. We don't. And, it's you know. four hours each way, probably. Yeah, our buses, I, I mean, we have game. you know we have the Durham Bulls down like right down the street from me here. That's cool, but yeah, it's, it's you not. Know, you know, MLB. Coop, listen, and, and and people said that to me when I was. They're like, listen, we got the third. It's not the same. I'm listen, I'm not, I'm not being big, but I'm used to going to Yankee Stadium. No, I, I get it. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. It's it was four yeah. hours to go to a Phillies game in Atlanta. It was it was tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, by the way, Chris. Okay, so when Bear, when next time you see Bear, Bear's walking around with this Boston Red Sox hat, right? I know. That, is it, yeah. That's in the Yankee. That's the Yankee blue. That Yankee color cap. Oh, he's got the Yankee know, cap. When he interviewed us, he had his Yankee hat. That's why I had to throw mine on with my suit. Remember, I had the eight black. Yankee I remember that. Suit. Yeah, we were the trade because he had his Yankee. He had his Boston hat on. He had his Boston hat on. I remember but that. Now he's got this Boston that. hat. I said, you know, it looks like a Yankee cap. He's like, no, it doesn't. I said, it's a Yankee. It's the same color as a Yankee cap. Yes, it does. <laughs> he was wearing yeah, it all weekend. Pick his side. Just, no. pick his side pal. He, he's good people's man. I, I, no, yeah, I really. Yeah. It's weird. I haven't. We haven't spent a lot of time together. Obviously, we met at the PCA, but we, you know, interviewed with him. But he just seems like a genuine dude. You know, I, I, I could tell, man, just by talking to him. That's like, I feel like we, you know, when, when we did hang out and we were talking, like, it was genuine. We really vibe. Yeah. Like, I could, I could hang out with Bear outside of all this and we would laugh our ass. No, he would. He, he has a good, balls, he, you know? he's a good sport so, about that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he's a good. cool dude, man. Shout that's out to good. Bear, man. Awesome. Nice. Dude. Nice. nice. So, all right, three more questions. Uh, dream car to drive. Dream car. I mean, listen, I'm Italian, so of course I'm looking at like you know, you're thinking Ferraris and Lambos. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I have to say, bro, I, it would have to be probably between the Audi R R8. I'll take an R8. Ooh, okay. 
or 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 probably a Bentley coupe. I, I would nice, like Bentley. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, if I had you know all the money in the world, where it didn't matter. Right, you know, right. Ferraris and all that—that's nice. You know, don't get that's me wrong. That's nice. I, mean, I don't want. I don't want to drive those all the time, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I don't. Uh, I would go with something like. Uh, um, I've always wanted an Alfa Romero, because I feel like they're. Yeah, I I would love to get one. Of them. Yeah, I would love one of those. Um, they're not as like talked about as like the Ferraris and Lamborghinis, but they're just like a classic Italian yeah. car, you know? Yeah, it, it, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Um, but I I would also love to have an old school convertible Cadillac. Yeah, we had those growing. If, if, if we're one. going old school though, like I, where <laughs> I want to just I just want to ride around, smoke a cigar, and, like Sunny, you know, back school, back around the whole neighborhood. I'm talking about the, the, the 1930s, the 1930s, uh, you know, Fords and with the white walls and like the, the, oh, old, yeah. the old, I'd take one of those or even a, a, an Eleanor, man, from going, the Eleanor, what is that, the 19, I think it's the 67 Mustang, yeah. 69, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. give me one so, of those, I'll be very good. nice, <laughs> very, very nice, all right, this next one, I'm really curious how you guys are going to answer this next question, oh, boy. so if someone's trying to get in touch with you, do you want them to Call you on the telephone, email you, text message you, or Facebook Messenger. Um, if I don't know you, send me an email. Okay. If I know you, send me a text or call me. Okay. That's my answer. Uh, um, um, can I use the choice of? Can I go back to a pager and you could just page me? Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. What's the code though? <laughs> you don't want to you know. know. <laughs> you don't want to know. Honestly, um, I would probably say pretty much what Jeff said. If I don't know you personally, and it's, you know, and we've never spoken, and you're just reaching out. Probably email would be first to break the ice. Because um, I want to know, know what you, you want to say. I don't. Like, I don't yeah, like talking on the phone. Yeah, you don't want someone to text you yeah. saying, hey. Yeah. Nah, nah, I'm like, what the fuck are you? Yeah. Hey. If, if it's what do you want from me? Yeah. Then the, either a text or phone. And if it's something that I, I that's integral, like, then I prefer to talk. Then I prefer to do something. To, yeah, I, then I prefer to talk because I want to make sure that we are on the same page. You 100% understand what the fuck I'm talking about right. and what I want. <laughs> and we're not, there's no, like, oh, you. I thought you meant this through text or no, yeah. no, no. Call me up. Let's make sure we're all on the same page. And, and uh, you know, if it's something important, call me. <laughs> but the, want, problem, the problem is nowadays, social media, text, everyone has access to you. I get yeah. like these calls. People call me on Facebook. I'm like, video call. I'm like, yeah. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, why would I answer that? That's weird. Yeah. I get the text messages, and, and if they're not my contact list, that's classic. Like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who are you? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. And last question of the night for you guys. When you go to sleep, you go to sleep with the TV on or off? Um, off for me. Off. A lot of people in the nights are off, yeah. Uh, me, yeah. Uh, my, my, my wife hates it, but it's usually on. And I, yeah, get yeah, cursed, like, I get cursed uh, out at like 1230. <laughs> right. so, so I actually have a dual answer because I really do. Uh, I do both. Okay. I keep the TV on, but I, took, I put the sleep timer on. There you yeah. go. So when I watch TV, when I feel myself yeah. start dozing, I won't turn the TV off because yeah. I still want to listen. Yeah. So I'll just turn to my side. I'll have the sleep time on for like either 30 minutes or a half hour. And it'll be on while I'm dozing off. And then when I doze off, it turns off. So. Yeah. But I'm also a big proponent of not 
I don't want a TV in my bedroom. I, yeah, that's the same way. I, I, I don't do it. I, I just want that place to be yeah. what it is. You know, TV's out there, a couple of seats. It's all out there. I don't want TV in the bedroom. It's distracting. I, I, I hear you. Yeah. Yep, I hear you. All Perfect. right. That's awesome. Hey, guys, I want to thank you guys uh, very much. It was blessed talking to you guys. I'm really excited about this new project, and um, you know, great job on the Padrino as well. I, I you know, can't say thank enough you. about it. So, uh, are you guys going to be thank at PCA? You, we're um, in the process of speaking about it. I'm going to tell you right now, like Jeff, straight up, let's be real. We, yeah. We're probably not going to get a boot this year. We, we So what we're doing, and I don't want – we can't really go into, you know, too much into this right now because it's just too early. Um but we're also we're doing some new things this year with some new factories and we're making some moves and um Chris you know, stop Russell, clipping whatever you're clipping. Yeah, I know you hate that. <laughs> so so I'm like, we're, what, gonna what is it? we're we're gonna we're gonna sh- we're gonna shake the table a little bit with what we're doing. And uh, so, so be- the mind the mindset is all right, do we do we there, there's um you know, we're not gonna talk about a business. Every business has their things that we got to work through. We're a young brand, right? Mm-hmm. There's still a lot that we want to do to take more ownership and more control of our business. And um, just so happened, like with the, where the PCA falls and what Chris was saying, uh, we're, we're talking about some, we're, we're, we're going to be in the DR in Nicaragua a lot this year. Mm-hmm. So our mindset is let's, um, we could sit out a PCA to focus on what's best for us as a brand. Because mm-hmm. if we show up and certain things aren't fixed, we don't want to half-ass it or make promises that we can't keep, right? Understood. Well, it's, yeah. counter, we it's, want, counter, it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. Yeah, it's counterproductive. Yeah. It's great to be yeah. there. The, the the visibility, the the right. face to face, hundred percent. The PCA will be there next year. This year for us is a time of we're honing in, we're taking a little more control back, we're building a relationship, and we're going to be on the road so much, spending all this money on. Uh, travel, production, factories. We're like, let's make us better first. And then next year, well, hit it hard. Yeah, because the, the, the mindset was like, listen, Coop, you know, like we always say, you know, probably said it every single interview I've done, you know, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint, man. It's just chess, it's not checkers. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you know we're, we're, we're not looking, you know, to be the hottest thing on the shelf, you know, that flies off the shelf and then you never hear of us again. Like we're not, that's not, we're looking right. for longevity. We're looking for consistency. We're looking for, you know, you know, uh, to get to the decade and get the 20, the 20, 10 years, 20 years, you know? So the way we look at it, is it more, you know, is it, is it more lucrative for us to spend time on our crafts, really going over tobacco, really honing on some relationships, really getting some new things going that are going to add to the growth of our brand and the stability of our brand for the next 10 years. Is that more important right now? Or is it going to one PCA show, which we love to go to, don't get me wrong. We would love to be there is us missing one PCA and being able to go for the next 10 to 15 years, like with some fire shit, more important. Yeah, I don't think so. I'd rather sit out one PCA and have our back end of our business be so solid for that set up for the next 10 years, you know, 20 years. I would prefer that than to sit, you know, than to go to a PCA because a PCA is not, not going nowhere. It's not yeah. going nowhere. No. You know, you know we, it, it's we all plan, timing you know? too. It's all timing, you know? right? Like we got to time it out and it just so happens. You might even see less of us this year on a public. Right. Other people might be filling our, our, our seat in uh, speaking for us and things like that. 
but uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be getting our hands a little more dirty. So I'm excited about that. It's gonna be, it's no, it's good. good. No, I'm, I'm glad for you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, just I wanna... wait. Yep. No, I'm excited. Yeah. All right, but guys, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be, we'll keep in touch, and hopefully, we'll catch each other in Florida or something pretty soon. Jeff, uh, let me know when you're going too. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Next week. All right. No, I won't be back. Uh, yeah. Well, probably. listen, that's the other thing we've been doing the polo grounds down here. And we're trying to get in, you know, I'm working on some things, man. We're trying to get into you know, like Mar-a-Lago and doing the golf courses. And we're, I've been mm-hmm. speaking to some people connected to that team. And, and we're really, we did the polo we're club. We're becoming last. the preferred cigar. We want to become the preferred yeah. vendor for Mar-a-Lago, for the polo grounds, for, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. cigar, you know, so we're, we're working on, we're working on things, man. Every day we're working harder to make the brand better, to, you know, grow the brand to get it out there and uh you know so people can really see what we're about you know and that this isn't a show man we we don't put on a show you know so uh you know what you see is what you get with us so nice. I, uh, I i see it i definitely see it guys so all right hey guys uh have a great uh have a great night and um good luck and we'll i know we'll catch each other down the road Yep, absolutely. You know what I'm Coop, Thanks, when you're guys. down here, Aaron and Coop, you guys are down in the Florida area. You know, you guys both got my contact information. Jeff will be down here soon. Make sure you you reach out. Oh, it's done deal. Do for sure. You're gonna hear from me. Yeah. Cold, cold Anthony Pass. We'll have some. Oh man. And some cheeses. Yep, going. I'll be there for sure. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys. All right, guys. All right. Thank you, Coop. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks. You guys yep. That's uh, Chris Monaco and Jeff Amendola from Amendola Cigar Company family cigar company and uh they're here on the primetime show we got one more segment uh to go so uh what i'll do is i'll read our sponsors and aaron we're going to talk about taa fantastic about that my favorite subject <laughs> all right uh first i want to mention um cavalier of geneva cavalier cigars cavalier cigars smoke gold stay gold join the inner circle and follow cavalier cigars on instagram at cavalier underscore cigars and on facebook at cavalier geneva cigars that's Geneve, G-E-N-E-B-E. Also visit your local tobacconist and join that movement that is Cavalier Cigars because they are consistently regarded by high, uh, consistently regarded highly by cigar lovers everywhere as well as high ratings by the Cigar Industry Press. Also follow them on Instagram at Cavalier underscore cigars because they do some very unique giveaways throughout the whole year. Cavalier Cigars, smoke gold, stay gold. And want to mention J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Founded in 1895 by Julius Caesar Newman, J.C. Newman Cigar Company is the oldest family-owned premium cigar maker in America for four generations and 127 years. J.C. Newman is handcrafting many of the world's finest cigars. J.C. Newman is headquartered in an iconic 111-year-old cigar factory in the Yearbo City National Historic Landmark District in Tampa, Florida. At the factory known as Elra Holt, J.C. Newman's premium cigars by hand and hand-operated antique cigar machines, including the All-American Cigar and the American the J.C. Newman Pensive Factory is the second largest in Nicaragua. It's for Brickhouse, Pearl de Mar, El Baton, Quorum, and Yagua cigars are hand-rolled. J.C. Newman's Diamond Crown, Maximus, Julius Caesar, and Black Diamond cigars are handmade by tobacco or A. Fuente in the Dominican Republic. With longtime partners, the Arturo Fuente family, the Newman's have founded the Scar Family Charitable Foundation, which supports low-income families in the Dominican Republic with education, healthcare, vocational training, and clean water. Visit jcnewman.com to learn more. And by Casa Cueva Cigars. The Cuevas family has five generations of experience in cigar making. For many years, they have manufactured cigars for many industry leaders out of the Las Lavas factory in the Dominican Republic. The Cuevas family has now brought their very own brand to market with 
Casa Cuevas cigars. You could try the Casa Cuevas line, the Cuevas Reserve line, and the latest release, Sangre Nueva. If they don't carry it, be sure to ask your local retailer for Casa Cuevas cigars. Casa Cuevas cigars from our Casa to yours. And we're going to get into our Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Industry Talk Deliberation segment. There is no deliberation when it comes to Dunbarton's track record since launching in 2015. This has included eight consecutive top three appearances on the Halfway Consensus, including number one cigar of the year in 2020 with the Mi Carita Tricky Traca and in 2022 with the Mi Carita Saka Khan. You can visit DTC Cigars to find a purveyor that carries the brands of Dumbarton Tobacco and Trust. Hey, Aaron, I was going to talk about this in the intro segment, right? But I'll mention it here. So I got back from Florida, and yep. I can just tell you one thing. There's, you know, the, the World Baseball Classic was was on fire down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, no one was talking about college basketball down there. Nobody. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, not one. I didn't see anyone even care about it down there. Yeah, I'm not a big follower of it. I never really have been. Um, but maybe it's just I'm getting further away from it. But I just feel like there wasn't a ton of talk on it. I mean, I'm sure it was all over some I, places, but like I just didn't feel like it was. I don't think there's. I think when you get like I know I've been taking grief on this. When you get some of these upsets, they produce crappy games. Yeah, on the road is what I yep. see. So I can't get into it. Um. Yeah. So, but it was, I mean, like I said, every cigar place I went into, it was World Baseball Classic. Everyone was into it. Right. Uh, I think it was good for Miami. Um, I know On went to, I think, three games. He went Mm -hmm. to, no, he went to two games. He went to the Cuba game and he went to the Japan game. So, right. um, But I mean, I was going to cigar stores and that was what people, and they were into it. So it was, it was kind of cool to see that. I didn't. I haven't seen the World Baseball Classic kind of have that much juice like up here in previous. Well, I never saw that much juice with it. Probably because it was in Miami, it it probably had the juice, is what I'll say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good to see that, actually. So, um, and at least no Phillies got hurt in there. Now, unfortunately, we lost afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, it's a rough injury. It's gonna be. I I think I think the the guy they have um is gonna be decent though. Uh, What's his name? Yeah, I just saw his name earlier. I don't yeah, know he, he's not. I think he's going to be okay. I mean, he's not going to be Hoskins, but I think I think they'll be okay with him. Right. Yeah. So, Aaron, next week is the uh, TAA's convention. And, um, you know, we have done our share of beating up the TAA over the years, right? Yep. Um, I wanted to actually try to put – I actually put an article on Coop on this today. And I don't know if you – and I want to just kind of – I put some points out there. Maybe you agree or disagree with these points, and maybe you have some others on things. I think that the TA needs to do to make this series, their series of cigars, exciting. I just think there's yeah. no juice, there's no excitement. I put some comments in. I think Provada's eating their lunch. I actually said this to several manufacturers. I think Provada's actually eating their lunch right now on this. I right. Think. Uh, so, um, you know, that was uh, I got some people who are very. Some people agreed with me. Yeah. I said I thought protocol was eating their lunch. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think there's more. Um, so I put some things in there. What was the other one I said? I said there was one other. Oh, um the uh smoke ins, smoke ins event cigars that sure. they did for the for the great smoke. I thought it had more juice. Yeah. So um so Aaron, um I have six points and if you have any others, I think some of these I know you're gonna agree with, mm-hmm. some of these I think you're gonna disagree with. 
So let's start with the first one. I know this one we're going to agree. They got to deliver the best cigars out there that they possibly can. I mean, that, that should be the goal every time, right? It, no matter it, if it, it's TA or not. And it's just, but I mean, see, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure that this is necessarily a knock on the TA because lots of companies, regardless of event, special event, special club, are delivering subpar cigars. But um, yes, they, these I, there should be something special to them, I think. Right. So here's what I, here's what I said about this, right? I put two questions. When you're, when you're coming up with a cigar that you're going to put in the series, I think there's two things you need to ask. If it's a new blend, does this special blend stand up to the best blends offered by a company? Right. Now, I'm going to be very honest. I smoked the Murcielago uh, TA cigar. Mm-hmm. It was a good cigar, but it wasn't as good as the regular Murcielago, in my opinion. Okay. So, you know, but but that's that's a subjective. But I think the point is, I think you want to put, if you're putting something out there, you want to stand up against some of your tried and true brands, I think, in there. Yeah, I would say, yes, yeah. true. Now, a lot of people do special sizes. And my thing is, if you're going to bring a special size, does it do something, does it bring something unique to the table in that size? Yeah, um, uh, my my thing for special sizes would be make sure it's from a a line that has a track record of being good already. Like if you could do something special in an existing line that is already a uh, a barn burner for you, that's something special, right? Yeah. So don't 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 bring a special size in something you just released the last you know the previous year that you know you don't know if you're going to be even making it the the following year. So I'll give I'll give you a really good example of, of that scenario. Like my father with the Florida Santias comes out with the Lancero, which they had released prior. Yeah. To me, that was I don't know why you put a Lancero, they don't sell, but on top of that, I, I just I didn't feel there was anything special bringing that Lancero in that year. Right. It, it, Bear used it, he didn't use it in this scenario, but Bear used the term checking a box, is what he yeah. said. Yeah. So so yeah, I um I do like the one thing I do like is what La Polina does and what CLE has done. They'll put something in the TAA and then they make a decision if they're going to put it in regular production the following year. Right. I, I like that. I think that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I um, think that's fine. Yeah. But I don't like the idea of putting a test experimental blend in there. So, well, yeah. we just want to get feedback. And I, I, right. I don't think that the TAAs cigars that's what they should be like hoya did that a few years ago and i i just didn't think it was it was like this unknown blend they were charging 19 bucks for it and to me it just it didn't have any it just didn't feel like a ta cigar right yeah yep all right this next one is kind of an interesting one because i i kind of understand a little more now from talking to like pete and some folks on but i still am advocating to reduce the number of ta releases each year I would agree with that as well. So, but here's the here's the double edged sword. They get fifty cents for each of those cigars sold. Like it goes, like the TAA gets that money back. And Pete was making the point: well, the TAA gets that money back, and then they were investing back in PCA. So he, you know, he thought it was a good thing. I don't want to put words in my mouth, but that's what he said happens there. <clears throat> I I okay. still think there's too many. I still think there's too many though. But the that money only comes to you once you sell it to a consumer, not to the retail shop. Okay. Right. Is that is that how it works? I'm, I'm not I'm, sure. I'm that, I'm not, that's a good question. <clears throat> so because if know. they if they sit on the shelves, TA is not making that money anyway. So yeah. if there's too many releases, then it you that money's not there regardless. You should yeah. only sell as many cigars as you can uh, make only as many cigars as you could sell. If they don't sell 
and you have to discount them, are they still getting the money? Is the retailer taking that, you know, that bigger yeah. hit? I'm assuming they are, but yeah. I mean, you yeah. could go and say you do less and give more money. I mean, I know it's not probably a thing people want to hear, but you know, if you go down from 20 to 10 or 20, I think they should go to five to five to seven, I think is an absolute cap is what I would put on it. Yeah. You know, if, if people had, um, if people had like integrated inventory systems with their, uh, cigar company and their retailers and they right. said, and they could like, you know, get, you know, a two way kind of a two way thing. Like uh, a retailer knew how much inventory a company had, they could buy or, and the, Company knew the re- the uh, retailer's inventory for a couple of reasons, just to see how things are selling, know when they need to ping them about restocking all that stuff. You'd know like what you what was selling. I don't think retailers are going to be super uh, open about. Hey, I've got you know seventy boxes of TA cigars still sitting on my shelf from you know twenty eighteen. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, I'll give you a great example. Um, I there's one TA cigar, and it wasn't really a it was a, an old release that they put into the TA in 2018, the Monte Cristo TAA. Mm-hmm. They still have them at Corona from 2018. Yeah. He's five years old. Yeah. And they still have them in boxes of them. Yeah. I mean, these, and I'm, I just, you know, I don't think it, they should be, and I'll talk about the next topic with production counts. They should be gone. Yeah. Yeah. They should be gone. So, I mean, I, I agree. I think um, they, like I said, they could raise more than 50 cents they could go up higher or they could sell a bigger allocation of cigar they could just sell more cigars right if you yeah. make more cigars and more is going to go back into it right 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 now my next thing was i think they should put minimum production counts into here right so this okay. is kind of and here's where i'm going with this i don't think these should be micro batch releases where it's a like a small batch run and you know, when they're gone, they're gone. Like, Pete's go fast, right? But Pete makes, like, over a 1,000 boxes, right? Yeah. So you can't really pick on Pete, but there's other ones I've seen that have gone very fast off the shelves. And I think that they need to have – I think you don't want these to be unicorn cigars. I think you want them – you want to sell them out probably somewhat, you know, quick. But you, I don't think you yeah. want them, like, the day they land in the store – um gone like from when fuente did the when they released forbidden access to the taa they most of them didn't even make the shelf from what i understand so you know i don't think there's a point in doing that i don't think it's doing anything for anybody yeah i agree with that yeah um so i think like and i don't like i don't know what that number should be for a retailer but like it can't be like one to two boxes so i'm thinking like a number i had in my head was like 50 a minimum of 15 boxes per retailer yeah so if there's like 80 TAA retailers, um, that's like 1,200 boxes. Yeah. So I, I, and I don't think that's an unreasonable number. And if these are so good, they should you should be able to move 1,200 boxes among 80 retailers. So, yeah. Um, but I see like I mean, they're the two, best retailers, right? They're so. the best. Re- these guys know how to sell these cigars. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about retailer I think that does a good job with their TAA cigars uh, towards the end. So I think they should have minimum production. And I think, but and again, I think that will keep a little bit of the sizzle where, you know, people, it's not gonna be impossible to get them and, and you'll give, but you don't want to have them on the shelf past this year. They should be gone like by the end of the year. And if they're not, right. you're doing something wrong. Yep. All right. 
Let me. I, so I, I have this trivia question for you, Aaron. I'm gonna see if you, you may know the answer to this. All right. Could you name the 2022 TAA cigars produced by CLE and Rocky Patel? The 2022. The 2022. The past year. You know mm. what they released to the TAA. The fact that you've already like yeah. answers my question. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. Right, right. It was, and the answer is they did the Asylum uh, thirteen in the eleven eight uh, in that eleven eighteen size. Okay. And they did a Rocky Patel decade Abano. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's where I'm going. Is um, I think that there is, I think the announcement process is is a mess, right? Um. And I think they need to decide who's going to make these announcements. Do you right. have either, do you have the manufacturers just go and do it? Or do you have the TAA do it? Right. Now, the TAA is not in the business of mark. You know, they, a lot of these guys, that's not their core competency. But the right. fact that you couldn't even name the, I'm not saying, a lot of people can't name what those yeah. things are. are is telling me that they're not doing a good job at, at, marketing these cigars right right that's just that's i think it's a given so and i've been talking to their um their pr guy this guy dave green he's really good um but mm -hmm. i think you know he's he can only do so much right so you know what happens is some of the manufacturers are, are announcing the cigars and other manufacturers don't want to announce it they want the taa to announce it okay so I think it's like a clusterfuck is what it's becoming, right? Mm -hmm. Um, because it's now. This is what I think they should do. This is me, and I'm I'm curious what you think of this. I would say stop leaking the information out to me or anyone else, right? Right. Give it to the TAA and use eight to twelve weeks beforehand, and each week make it make like make kind of do it like what Drew State would do to take over, but do it once a week. You announce one or two releases a week leading up to the convention um okay. that way you're you're constantly getting something out there um and then every brand will have a moment in the sun with this and look if rocky patel and cle don't want to promote their releases right then then have the taa do it right and you give them give them some you know prescribe what they need to do here this is what they need to do so let me ask you this like is there really a reason to announce it before the the event? Because like the TAA people are going regardless. They're either going or not going. Is they're not there's the, the there is aren't a draw, right? I mean, so I know for example, Espinosa is a good a good one. They it got out, right? It it did get out, right? But Eric had sent the information to the TAA, and the idea is the TAA was gonna announce it at the at the at the at the um at the show. Okay. That's the, the convention they're having. So right. My reason for why I do it beforehand is it keeps it keeps it kind of just builds up some anticipation. With it. For who? For the retailers or for the consumers? I think for the consumers. But to me, I don't I don't buy that because uh, for me, an announcement of a cigar in February that's going to be released in September is like a a waste of time, right? Um, unless it's something like the Padron Fuente collaboration, like that you're uh -huh. like, I can't wait for this. None of these, none of these people are making, I can't wait for this in, in these right. TAA releases. Right. So announcing it, it's already lost by the time the, by the time the PCA trade show comes up and you get all the other announcements, 
nobody remembers that that TA is coming out two months later after the PCA tri- uh, announcement swoon. I see right? what you're saying. I see what you're so saying on that. Yeah. The announcements should be like in coordination with the retailers, with the TAA, with the manufacturers that says, hey, in 30 days or two weeks, this cigar is coming out. That's when it should happen. Like it, there should be no like before the TAA, like that, that makes no sense to me. Like you're not, there's you're you're missing your audience like you're blowing it you're wasting your cycles early i know some people are gonna post like oh this is shipping now but i it to me i feel like it's wasted it's just wasted cycles. but they should but they should announce it at the at the convention or I mean, no well let i mean tell the retailers like yeah. yes because they're putting an order they're putting an order and yeah. yeah for them but that doesn't need to be like yeah like the rest of the stuff that happens there doesn't is not public to everybody else you know why do the releases need to be public to anybody That's else? That's a fair like, point. I, I, it, I don't disagree on that. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no reason to announce them nine months ahead of time. Like it's, it's, there's no point. Yeah. Okay. So this was my next part is I put, I think there should be a rollout, a scheduled rollout where one at a time you're rolling these out when the companies aren't just like being willy nilly about it. Hey, get it done before the PCA. Sounds like a good idea. Like, how would a retailer want? Like, if a retailer said, "Okay, so how how many releases this year, Coop?" Twenty. If you told a retailer, "I have twenty cigars for you," okay, how would you want to roll them out in your store? Obviously, not. They're not all going to agree on the schedule, right? Right. Some people may have, you know, more be more seasonal than others based on where they're at, all that stuff. But if you got some kind of an idea how they would run roll that out. That that might be a good. So what, what happens is, yeah, the manufacturer tells you when it's going to come, and then it either maybe it's a little early, maybe it's way right. late. Like you know, it's I don't know. I've actually seen back to the first point we talked about beforehand. I've seen like some companies are not even close to having their cigar, even what that cigar is going to be when they get into the TA convention. Because I've gotten, <laughs> yeah, we got a cigar coming. We don't yeah, know we what got a cigar coming. Uh, we got a cigar coming. We have a Asylum, right, from CLA. Yeah. I don't pick it on them. Or, you know, remember there was the Diesel cigar? Yeah. And the Tempest, and that became the Atonement. Like, like yeah. a couple of months later, you know. So, uh, so yeah, it, 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 it's kind of even. But my point is, why? how do you not have the, like, how does this not ready at the time that when you're doing this? Are you doing this that last minute? Yeah. Like it's just to me, it seems it just seems ridiculous to me yeah. with that. Um, do you think? Well, here's my next question. So, but so you see, so as far as rolling them out goes, I don't know how many, I don't know how many retailers are bringing in all 20 cigars. Yeah. And that's, that's very, you know, you can, they have don't, ha- they don't have to, they can cherry right. pick it from what I yeah. understand. So yeah. maybe, you know, maybe retailer says, I'm going to buy 12. I'm going to release. Uh, hopefully I can get them in a schedule. Like it's one a month and I, right. you know, spaces them out for me. Right. Last, last thing you want is you want nine, nine to ship to your store in the span of a week. Right. Right. And you're and trying they, to get these out the door. Yeah. And then you're, if they're coming out in August when the PCA stuff shipping, to me, it makes no sense. Like, yeah. what are you, are you really doing a service to anyone at that point? I don't think yeah. that's why I think they do need to schedule these releases out. Right. Um, to me, it doesn't make any sense um, the way they do it right now. So, I mean, and look, I get it. Like, like 
you know, I think Pete actually, he, he went, Pete and LaFleur have actually gone into the following year before they've come out. Yeah. So, so yeah. And I don't know, just at that point, I think it's lost luster, you know, at that point when they're, when they're that far out, when you're already getting ready for the next one. Right. All right. And then my last one is improving packaging and merchandising. So packaging, you know, my feelings on that, right? Yeah. No, no, sorry. Sorry, Michael Harcott's. No bundles. I'm not calling them muzzles. I'm calling them bundles. Yeah. Bundles. No bundles. No bundles. Um, and you know, I like how they do I like how now more of the companies are putting the TA logo on these cigars. Yeah. Uh footer some use a footer band, some use a secondary band, some use a primary band if if it's a new blend. So I'm okay. I think having the logo on there is important. So I know that that's something the TA has kind of asked some folks, but I know, for example, Padron isn't going to do it. <laughs> so, yeah, know. which is well. I mean, don't they on? The, uh, let me ask on the CRA packs. Do they have a CRA band, or those ones don't have? Padrones don't have them either. I don't think they have them on the CRA. Okay. Band. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't think they do. Jay, yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. There, he, he made it, yeah. Um, yeah, because I think you want to know. Yeah. What like I, and I I may have missed it if it's on the band, but to the, like today I, I smoked uh, Tatuai PCA twenty twenty two. I don't think there's any notification on there that it's a pca you know exclusive i think it's just the normal limited band with the cafe special band i think there's nothing it didn't, say, it didn't say it on the side i don't i don't i'd have to take a i, I have the <laughs> okay. band kind of sitting over here. I'd, i'll take a look okay. at it for the show okay yeah i'm not 100 percent sure on that either um i'm just looking at something here um do i have a picture i don't think i do um it says it on the box oh okay yeah so i don't have a box of them i just had singles so yeah, I think it's it's so on the box it says it on on the uh, so it does say it on there yeah, but uh, you're right it's just a standard Tatawahe band it looks like, but a PCA. Yeah. The one thing with the merchandising piece, I got to give Craig Cass some credit. Um, he set up a cabinet, like a, a humidified cabinet outside of humidor, kind of mm-hmm. connected to a humidor, and he has all the TAA cigars in there, and it looks right. really nice. Yeah, I mean it's a really nice setup, um, and I think that some retailers, if you're, there's no reason why I don't say you don't have to get a sophisticated cabinet like that. You could get a standalone cabinet, do some simple merchandising, and I think just put these as, as in, in one area, you know, where, you know, you you do separate. I would separate them out. That's my opinion. And yeah, I mean, I, I can they're see easy to cool. find. They're, they're easy because to find. you might it might get a TA release might get lost if it's sitting next to the rest of the company's cigars that you have in your humidor, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you got a, if you got a Rocky Decade, whatever, sitting next to the Rocky Decades, yeah, you know, unless it's there's something get... super special about it, maybe they just think it's another Vitola in the decade. In the you know, yeah. maybe it is. It's just another Vitola in yeah. the decade. So well, even, even let's say you go to that cabinet and you're like, hey, I'm going to get my tattoo. My well, let's assume they're both in the cabinet, right? Yeah, I'm going to get my Tatawahe one. Oh, Rocky Patel's got a decade of Bono, it's a TA mm-hmm. cigar. Like, I didn't know that, right? Because, yeah, they're not really promote. They in the merchandise, it's very easy to kind of see that, and that could lead to another another sale. I think you right. can do some cross selling with that. So, I think, I think the merchandising thing, if I was doing if I was a retailer, I would absolutely, even if I just had a simple stand up cabinet and maybe put a TA logo on it or something like that, very simple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Craig's Craig's setup was it had the glass. It was very nice. We set up. I think it's the best one I've seen of anyone. Nice. Done it. Yeah. So 
that's my advice to the, I don't know if you have any other suggestions. That was my advice. Um, um no, I mean just yeah. Maybe be as maybe be as uh stringent with your manufacturer membership as you are with your retailer membership. Absolutely. And then, you know, maybe use that kind of so, a mentality. So, yeah. So for example, I think that's a great example. So for example, if someone doesn't want to follow the rollout schedule, you won't be invited back next year. It, yeah. I mean, it's simple as that. Yeah. Um, I understand there's delays, but I'm just saying if someone just blatantly refuses to do it. Yeah. Um, Cause I've been heard, I've been told it's like hoarding cats, these manufacturers and they, yeah. do what they want to do, but you're right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do is be selective on that. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, special, make it special again. Like yeah. it, I think it's gotten a little watered down and, yeah, um, stuff like that. So maybe just I I keep going back to Fonseca that Casada did back in two thousand eight. One of the best TA cigars. It was the only one that year. It was an absolute home run, and yeah. um, it was it was the only one that year. Right. Um, and even Pete, I think the year Pete did it, he was the only one the first year, and mm-hmm. then after Pete like just killed it, everyone started doing them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's um, it will be interesting to see. Um, next consumers, week remember, you always get to make the decisions. So yeah, you stop buying; they'll stop making them. Yeah, but the re- but yeah, I mean that's the bottom line. I'm not re- I'll, you, I'll give you another one. Retailers, <laughs> if you don't want to get a TA cigar, don't carry it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I don't not, know. If the, yeah, don't. I mean, don't be shy on that. I'm like, not adv- advocating for boycotts. I'm just saying. No, like, I'm not either. I'm not either. We, as consumers, we get what we ask for or what we spend our money on. And if we show that we spend money on stupid stuff, yeah. they're going to make more of it. So, yeah, I've uh, you know. I have some I'm in the process of the 2022 reviews, finishing those. Um, And I have all the cigars. I don't think I'm getting all the cigars for 2023. I think it's just 20 is too many. I, I just can't justify it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we've never tried. Get. We've never tried the whole to do the whole series. We always kind of cherry picked and stuff like that. And I think that's. I mean, I don't know. I can't blame you. I'm really. There's anything I'm shooting for this year. Yeah, but so. but you guys, you guys are famous for your TA reviews too now. Or well, I mean, some of them have turned out to be good. I guess yeah. you know. I, I, look, I thought I thought Ortega stuff and yeah, you know, they did that baller size of the Rocky Patel vintage 2000. Six, I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I thought, yeah, no, so there are some. Um, you, you guys, the fair, uh, the Nat Sherman. I remember you guys really liked that one. Yep, yep. So, uh, so yeah, and, uh, but I mean, you know, thirteen percent of the releases scoring well is not the great, uh, you know, necessarily a great track record either. So next year, um, like you know, the, the year for the twenty twenty one releases scored lower than my average. There was some yeah. real duds in the 2021. Oh, yeah. There was some bad cigars. Yeah. Um, when I say bad, they were some of the lowest scoring cigars. And it, I, and people say, well, I'm being hard on them because, no, they were bad cigars is all I'm going to tell you. Right. Uh, and uh, you can just look at the scores on Coop. I'm not, I don't need to read them here. But, yeah, they were yeah. bad cigars by people you'd be surprised about. Yeah. And. But there was one cigar like uh, that scored a ninety-two. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, you get you get one or two of the bunch, and yep. then you can do yep. you can do with or without the rest of them. Yep. All right, I think we're at the end of the show. Any anything else here before nope, we wrap I think up? That's it. Yeah. All right. Um, we got some scheduling stuff going on. Um, on Coop. So uh, Monday we have 
uh, Jukebox, episode 93. Uh, it's our annual Women in Music um, show. Um, we were supposed to do that earlier in the month because it was International Women's Day, but we, we were late. Yeah. So it's coming It's coming later. I'm, uh, on Special Edition 138, which is on Tuesday, we're going to have Alex Tavello. Uh, the Coop team is going to be recapping The Great Smoke with yeah, him, nice. which was a good one. And then next Thursday, uh, James Brown of uh, Ove Hanero Brands will be on. Nice. Hopefully, he's oh. not locked out of the Nicaraguan internet connection. No, we're gonna do we're gonna do some testing beforehand. And, <laughs> but, but I heard it, I heard he has a new. They they told me he had a new system. So nice, nice. So yeah, last time we got. But yeah, so we haven't had James on a long time. So uh, yeah, we'll be, yeah. Except well, we were supposed to have him on last June, and that didn't work. So right. Um, and that's it. That's it for me. Yeah. Nice. Uh, thanks to the Amendola boys again uh, mm-hmm. for being on. Aaron, thanks for making it too. I know you had a, like I said, yeah, I you had absolutely. dad duty tonight, so yep. appreciate it. But uh, that's going to wrap up Primetime Episode 216 the Annals of History for Thursday, March 23rd, now Friday, March 24th on the East Coast. We'll see everybody next time. Take care, everybody. See you guys. <laughs>